What's up, everybody? Welcome to the TGIF podcast. I am your host Ryan, and I'm here with one of my uh, one of my vacationers, mm-hmm. one of my uh, stranded on a Tanner Island members, Killer Greg Seventeen. Hello, 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 and also Megastar Mark. Welcome. Call, call me three parter Mark. I, I'd like <laughs> three parter, three parter on this three. nice little relaxing beach that we're all on that we're all Carter. recording from oh so i do nice. like how many times they wound up in hawaii even yeah. the episode of family matters there's a hawaii scene the frequent flyer myers i'm sure they're just you yeah. know yeah. they had an easy easy transition to hawaii so they just put all of them there i bet there's a hanging with mr cooper who's in hawaii it's he strikes be. me as a hawaiian oh, lover for sure yeah. we had a sister sister in hawaii yes oh my god you're right that's particularly with the magical awful. rock oh, magical rock that's right um, the cursed rock. Was there a uh, you wish? I just kind of curious. No. Yes, they Maybe. all they all went up to heaven and hung out with the head, <laughs> the floating head. That is Teen Angel, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Get your TGIF straight. I if you can't do it, straight. who else is going to do it in this world? It's literally uh, us else? three. <laughs> we get it wrong. Right. Look out. Okay, How many last podcast on this planet. Do you think talk about Teen Angel legitimately? Has are we honestly the first? This is it? I, yeah, we might. Yeah, mm. this is it? It's got to be it. It's got to be it. I like the idea of these limited podcasts, though. We're just like, there's only ten episodes. That's all you get. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Teen Angel reviewed five <laughs> hours an episode. Whoever, if if any podcasters out there actually do that, I salute you for even getting past like the third episode. I love it. I love things that specific. Yeah. My um one of my favorite podcasts ever is called The Worst Idea of All Time. Um <laughs> and it's these two guys from New Zealand <laughs> who originally they picked one movie and they watched it once a week for 52 weeks. And the movie they started with was Grown Ups 2. Wow. Having never seen Grown Ups 1. <laughs> wow. And it is hysterical. Because they literally go mad by the end. <laughs> how, how do you watch it like more than five times without? Yeah. What are you talking and, about? And what honestly, you... so on our podcast on WCWTF, um, yeah. the idea of the shining light that came from that podcast because they oh. they made a rule for themselves that every week they had to say something positive about the movie that they had just watched. And it worked. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's yeah. a great podcast. I listened to it on your recommendation on the other pod, on WCWTF podcast. And it really, it's funny because like by midway through, they're just talking about their day, which is, yeah. you know, it, it's very it's little about the movie and more about like them slowly losing their grip on reality, which is fun. <laughs> oh boy. We're going to slowly lose our grip on reality because we got kind of a big old shit sandwich tonight. I decided to put the good stuff at the end. So I guess the shit is the meat instead of the bread, but it's going to be real interesting. <laughs> good, good, good analogy. Usually I think of a shit sandwich as shit as the bread. Yeah. Do you? Well, Do I you? guess. No, no way. I, that's the meat. No. That's the, in, that's the inner pieces of cheap okay. white bread with a bunch of shit in the middle. Right. Okay. Well, that's Moldy what this bread. is. That is what these episodes are, which is good for you, the audience, because that's going to get us all stirred up and angry and fired up. And for all of our listeners, we were stirred up well before we started days. recording. We were oh, all very before. anxious via text uh, and before we hit record to talk about I don't think we've crap. ever texted this much about the show. Yeah. It's usually like the show's this week. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. we talk about other stuff. This time, not so much. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Last time on the show, we talked about the time ball. You could go back and check that out. <laughs> we oh, talked about all really the good episode. Really, together. really funny. Oh my gosh. Boy Meets World was in the uh, war. Corey died. Then he came back to life. It's quite a lot there. Uh, yeah. And this episode will revisit this idea. But mm. like, there's a little bit of magic in all of these shows. Yeah. yeah. And it drives me crazy because I don't know what kind of world we're supposed to be living in. <laughs> a world of magic. Right? Yeah. I guess. I wonder if Mr. Co- like hanging with Mr. Cooper drops some magic on us at any point. There's no doubt. Yeah, I promise have. you he meets Santa or something in an episode. There, oh, that's a good one. He's Santa, but yep. then he secretly meets the real Santa who, you know, teaches mm. him the magic of Christmas. Clueless does it. We, we know, we've seen it in Clueless before. So, I mean, like, yeah. you know, with the, the, the runway and everything like that, kind of fanciful. So, yeah. Mm. Wow. A little, right. little. Everything's got a little... A she little magic. Had, in how come we didn't do a clueless episode? She had to go to Hawaii at one point. Oh, we got to get back on the clueless train. We right? do. Those I, are great. Yeah. I want fake dad. That's like so it. fucking good. <laughs> yeah, right. Fake dad. New dad. New dad. Sorry, new dad. Yeah, new not dad. fake. He's a great dad. He's just. He's new, not fake. Called. He's there. Right. He's just new. I love how okay. they just lean into that. By the way, <laughs> like new actor. They they they, they joked about it. It was yep. good. I liked it. Better than Family Matters replacing Harriet for mm. and not telling us, and then have Harriet come back later as a different person. Very weird. Oof. All right, let's start with the good. Okay. Which was Dinosaurs season four, episode 10 Vacations on a Theme Park. Businesses give the dinosaurs two weeks off for a vacation. You the dead guy? No, this is the one you want. Hmm? Thanks. Boy, guys are dropping dead at work all over the place. Ooh. Downright odd. It's appalling. Yeah, you wouldn't believe the paperwork. Thousands of death certificates I got to fill out. But hey, that's life. Well, not for them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this could be a nutty idea, but maybe these guys are dropping dead because they're working to the point of complete exhaustion. Maybe all these dead guys need a little time off. Huh? We already get time off. It's called lunch. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking longer than lunch. A long lunch? No, I think it's got to be a fairly substantial period of time. A day? Longer. Six months? Shorter. Two weeks? Nah. Okay. Yeah. Two weeks. So what you're saying is that if uh, you all get two weeks off every year to just sort of relax and recuperate, ultimately you'd be healthier and do a better job, and the economic disruption that has plagued the nation would be ended. Uh, yeah. That's it. You're right. It is a nutty idea. Vacation in Dinosaur World. Uh, this is towards the end, though, right? This is getting this towards the end. actually aired after the final episode. Wow. So when they did the series finale, they had about six or seven that never made air on ABC this was in syndication so this never actually aired during the original dinosaur run until after. oh this didn't even air on fox no this was after this was all in syndication wow so, yeah it was supposed to be it was designed to be obviously before the finale we start on earl and what roy roy yeah working and there's just they just come across a dead guy <laughs> and then they debate if he's actually dead which is very funny like you think he's resting <laughs> i don't know he's not moving a lot he might be dead do you think he's dead no he's just taking a nap and then uh some other guy walks up some worker and says you are you the dead guy to earl (laughs) like no i'm not the dead guy and he's like dinosaurs been dropping dead left and right it's like oh you think he's dead like it's just feet sticking up yeah right yeah (laughs) just just dinosaur feet up in the air by the way Uh, this is this is like a kind of a, a through line for every every dinosaurs episodes but i love how Earl is the consummate 
company man. Like no matter what the company tells him, he totally buys into it. (laughs) (sighs) Even though his boss hates him, he buys into it every time. Yeah. And they get into a debate. They, about uh why dinosaurs keep dropping dead and they decide well maybe if we had time off we wouldn't die (laughs) and the the worker goes no that's silly uh he said earl earl says we don't need two weeks off which is what roy roy says we should have two weeks off earl says we already get time off for lunch that's all we need uh and then the guy who's working, he he gives like those tags. He's like, put these on your toes, those death tags. Yeah, to save time. Save, save me time. some time later when you die. <laughs> and they're like, okay, great, sure, we'll do that. This show it had, does have a biting humor. It it's... does. Yep, it really does. More, it, I think that's why I liked it so much as a kid because it was so different from anything else on ABC in terms of its humor. Also, why it didn't last, I'm sure. Yeah, well, yeah, four seasons is actually pretty good, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can, I especially this episode, I could see the big wigs at Disney watching it and being like, "Yeah, maybe this are they shouldn't be renewed." That was one of my questions. Are they making fun of us? (laughs) No, they can't be right. Give them another million to see what they do with it. (laughs) Oh, Jim Henson just pocketed it. Okay, okay, (laughs) got it. Robbie leaves the house. He wants to hang out with his friends. And Earl says, uh, Fran says, it's, isn't it terrible the family doesn't hang out together anymore? And Earl says, it's one of the best things about the kids growing up. Then they want nothing to do with you and they leave. I laughed. Uh, everyone already ate lunch, but baby, he's, he's good for mom. You know, he's always going to be there. He says he's not hungry because he ate furniture. <laughs> They don't describe what it is. <laughs> Just like, move on. Furniture. Oh, you did that again? God damn it. Dino News comes on, which I, this is maybe one of my favorite jokes on the whole show. Is anything oh, yeah. Dino News? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes anything, on? You're right. Howard anything? Hand Up Me. Yeah, that's Howard. the anchor's name. Howard Hand Up Me says, uh, tonight's top story. Too many dead guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, employees will now get two weeks vacation so that means I'm out of here and he drops the microphone and just leaves and it says please stand by because there's nobody doing TV anymore uh, then there's a commercial for Pat Geezer condo swamp cabin timeshares commercial like goes into effect like literally 10 seconds after the announcement also funny uh, Fran gets sucked in she says we need to f- we need to spend family time together. Earl doesn't want to do it. Says, well, if we go there and you lock me in the cabin and I watch TV all day, that'd be great. She's like, no, there's no TVs. Oh, God, who would want to do that? Uh, cutting to back to work, Ridgefield talking to his employees. Always great. <laughs> saying, uh, you know, now that we have vacations, we decided to open a theme park for you all to spend your vacations on and your money uh and i think roy says uh, excuse me sir since vacations are only one day old how did you come up with this idea so quickly <laughs> and he says strong will and relaxed building codes foundation of america yeah right 
Uh, there's a pamphlet for We Say So theme park. We Say So Land. Mm-hmm. And it says, uh, <laughs> you might lose your kids here. Ridgefield gives out these glossy, fancy pamphlets mm-hmm. to give out to everybody because uh, uh, Fran is not going to go for it. Earl says, Fran's not going to go for it. He's like, well, give baby this sweet pamphlet and he'll just scream so much you'll have to go. And that's exactly what happens. Baby just screams, we say so land until we go to we say so land as a family. Uh, and Fran knows. She's like, you did this, Earl. Somehow you did this. He's like, no, no, it's not my fault. So he just wants to go there and watch TV. Um. We walk into We Say So Land and meet Mula the Cash Cow. Hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> Mula. Oh, I can't get over it. It's got a, so it's funny. Got a little dollar sign on him. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, uh, they go to the front desk and they have to trade their money. This is where we get into uh, Disney World. Yeah. Bashing. You have to trade your hard on cash for moo money, which gets you on rides. But you can't buy food or medical supply. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and they owe 2000 in Moo Moo dollars. Mm-hmm. And then the kids ask, where's the park? And then they go out and it's like a, a dump, basically, right. with a... <laughs> How would at you best, describe this? At best, you would say in, in mid-construction, but it looked like it was... A, there's like toxic waste <laughs> in the corner. There's like a, there's like these smokestacks just billowing out this heavy black smoke. Uh, it looks <laughs> like a nightmare scenario. Because like obviously, a, you know, they're still building. It just happened yesterday, it, man. A day, a day. Yeah, right. There's like a big crane holding up the... Yeah. Holding something up. Yep. Stay. <laughs> Like, this is not what it looks like in the poster. Mm-hmm. And Earl's mm-hmm. like, don't worry about it. It's new. It'll be fine. Speaking of, when they're in Richfield's office, there's a great joke where Richfield unveils the poster. And all three of the idiot dinosaurs think that's like the big, like that's what he brought them in to show them is just the poster. <laughs> that's that's it. That's yeah, the right. actual thing. Right. And they're so excited about it. It's like, look at all the great artwork. <laughs> I love this joke. Earl gets, they finally get into their hotel room. Earl, it's like, ooh, look, everything's fine. They're like, it's a dump. And he's like, no, it even has a fridge. Look. And he opens the door. Oh, yes. You have just robot, like computer voice is like, you have just spent $5, $6, $7, yeah. $8. And he slams it shut. He goes, nobody touched that thing. Yeah. <laughs> even if you just open the door it charges right. you money and they bring that back for other things in the in the the yes. room which is funny too yes because we have a fran run in and go that's not all there's also a paid toilet God, good yeah. grief you have to pay to go to the bathroom uh finally earl gets to turn on the tv and when he turns it on it's ridgefield yeah, right. selling merchandise for the we say so land and he's on every channel so every yeah. time earl's like oh god and he changes the channel it's, it's ridgefield again, <laughs> again another great dig at disney the last time we were there and i think i talked about this on the disney episode is like we were staying at the hotels in literally like channels one through 12 were all like disney world like broadcasting from disney at some somewhere telling yeah. you about all these different things so i love i love the the subtle digs that they take <laughs> at the fair and company 
Right. This is put on by, yeah, this by ABC, him. by yeah, Disney. Right. It's yep. crazy. Um, eventually, Earl gets to like channel five, and Richfield's like, Will you stop already? <laughs> Just leave it on one channel. So he turns it off. They go, they decide they're gonna go check out the park. And Earl sends the kids off and he gives the speech that all parents do when you send <laughs> yeah. your kids into a theme park. So he's like, you know what? Be careful. We're gonna meet at this exact spot. And there's like a beat, and he goes, in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and Fran gets mad. Yep. Uh they bump into Roy, who's at oh, the yeah. park, and he's just standing in line. And Earl's like, what are you doing? Like, uh, I'm just standing in line. For what? I don't know. It's like, it says the wait's nine hours. <laughs> He's like, yeah. And then Fran says, why don't we go to the front and see what this is for? And then Earl goes, no, because we'll lose our spots. <laughs> yeah, right. He gets right in line, right with Roy. And also, I love the reasoning, which is like anything that's a nine-hour wait has got to be good. <laughs> Uh, what does it turn out to be? The, it's the, the carriage, stroll, the, no, the stroller? stroller rental. <laughs> the stroller rental. They're they're in line to rent a stroller for nine hours. Yeah, right. Oh man, we get another like subtle TV of Ridgefield. I think while they're in line, and he says he's talking about how awesome the big attraction is going to be, and he's like, "Oh, I won't be ready for ten more years, <laughs> <laughs> and it probably truly will never be really finished." <laughs> Uh, the kids try to go on rides, which one of them is Dr. Terror's Teacups of Doom. Oh, yeah. It's just a giant cup that Robbie sits in. The guy lazily spins it in a circle. And he's like, that's it? Yep, that's it. Uh, baby wants a snack. So they go to uh, what looks like an ice cream stand. And they say, all we have is ice on sticks. And like, all right, fine. Give us an ice on a stick. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. All the ice melted. So you're just going to get a stick and that'll be $6 and you can't use Moo Moo money. Yeah, right. Yeah, that and was then all... he wants a stick. Yeah. That was a great gag because they spent all the money on, they, they, they transferred all the Moo Moo money and literally everything in the background says, we do not accept Moo Moo money. Yeah. No matter where they go. Uh, I like this one. Uh, one of the kids goes to a, a ride and it's the wild rocket crash landing. And it's just a refrigerator box that somebody pushes over with you inside of it. I love it. I love it. It was some it was some play on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah, right. I right. forget what it was. Like Jimmy and Fibian's yeah. rocket yeah. Oh. crash landing. Right. And just, in, just crash landing was in the title right. of it. And like the, the they did a great job at like, you know, getting the carnies who run the ride, like the apathy yes. of that. Yes. <laughs> just shove the box over. Oh god. Earl says he loves it. I don't know why. The kids all hate it. And they say everything is in, under construction or closed for repairs. And he's like, there's other rides, there's other attractions. And one of them says, they don't exist. Dad. <laughs> uh, and then they decide, all right, we're going to leave. Which Earl still needs convincing. Fran still needs to convince him to leave. But they decide they're going to leave. They've only been there for one day. So they try to get their Moomoo money back and they're like, oh, not only can you not get the money back, you can't leave the park and a gate shuts <laughs> and like alarms go off and security is called. So now they can't leave. <laughs> and there's some fun interaction between Moolah the cow and Earl. Yep. Where Moolah yells at Earl, 
because he paid for a package mm-hmm. and you can't just leave after one day. And then Earl yells back and the, the cow's like, I'm just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? That's what they told me to say. The gate closes and then the robot voice, which was very funny and just keeps yelling, this is not a ride. Uh, what was i thinking earl says i should never have thought an exciting theme park would be great for the kids (laughs) fran says all right we're just gonna stay in the room together not leave for the next 13 days and then they just show what looks like the puppets unmanned just dead eye (laughs) right (laughs) it looks like nobody's puppeteering they're just sitting not being used it's really creepy then they decide they're going to play a game with the garbage in the room using the the stroller that they rented some string and they make up some game where it's some kind of roulette or something i guess yeah spin the wheel and then fran has to make horse noises and everybody has a grand old time it's real weird senility has kicked in because they've been (laughs) stuck in this room for so long uh, and then the lights go out and, and the computer voice comes on and says, please deposit another $3 for one <laughs> hour of light. And that's how it ends. Really, really touched on the whole, like, you know, like the, the Disney experience, or at least the, the perception of it pretty, pretty well. They said, it's still amazing that this was owned by Disney. <laughs> and they were just like, yeah, I think at that point, they just didn't care. I mean, I guess it was on a syndication. So they probably didn't at that point. So I'm like, at that point, it was broadcasting on like UPN at four in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't intended to be. No, no, so, that's true. Right. Although maybe we understand why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the one they pushed off. Yeah. Wait for them to all die first and then air that one. Right. Scrap this one. Hit yeah. them with the comment. <laughs> or comment. Hit them with a comment. Mm-hmm. Hit them with a comment. The dog yeah. or the... <laughs> like and Hit subscribe. Hit them with comments. Oh, God. Tell me on what you think down below. <laughs> Mike Eisner's blasting him in the fucking comments. Smash. You know what I hate? Listen here, Henson. I love YouTube, but I hate the cadence of YouTubers now, how they all have the same fucking cadence for everything. Yeah. They say everything exactly the same. Like, okay. We're doing uh, that like button. Why smash? We're doing why you gotta smash. Gently click. We're doing these coffee videos, like for, for the espresso machines that we got. Mm. And I'm literally, I'm doing them and I'm doing the pot. Like the, the thumbnail is basically like exaggerated, like, like basically like mm. the YouTube ones, just because I think it's funny. Um, That's funny. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> we'll see. They all we're have the, their faces zoomed in, right? Postmodern right. phase top, of thumbnails. Top 10 best single boiler espresso machines. Greg, you won't believe number seven. I bet you I will. No, you won't. Okay. What is it? A, a Corolla. I don't believe it. Yeah, it's amazing. At seven, at seven, I mean that's at least a tier, maybe even S tier, as far you as I'm concerned. You would have thought a Silvano or an Alexia would be there. I would right? have, but yeah, no, that's right. Corolla. Corolla. I started seven. thinking about how many hot boys you could shove in there, <laughs> oh, but God, I forgot yeah. it was a coffee machine. Right, right, right. 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 You could probably get two. I mean, it's pretty decent. Big coffee machine, right? A big coffee machine. Grind them up, just legs. Roast those. How do you think they get hot? Yeah. Those nuts. 255 degrees. Roast those beans. (laughs) You take a timber lake, you throw them in the roaster, you get them all hot, and you shove them in a Toyota. Everyone knows the process. You get that that blimp. Yep. (laughs) Shooting up. 
good episode of dinosaurs not not the best episode but like funny like it. the jokes were good yeah maybe yeah, it's because everything exactly else is how i would describe shit. it like yeah. the whole episode was not my favorite but yep. there were sure. some bangers a plus jokes yep this reminded me of like the better episodes of boy meets world yeah where right it's like mm. totally fine ep great jokes very aware yeah. and that's and that's you you mentioned like kind of like a little bit of cutting comedy cutting edge comedy there or, or biting comedy uh they were just very aware of what network they were on and who owned them and just like to take little digs so i appreciate that i was great thought it was great we're we're going in we're going down a little bit we'll see we'll see what you think of this we're going to step by step season two episodes eight and nine Oh, this was a two-parter. Ryan. Yeah. I killed you guys. What were you doing month. to us? I'm killed already stressed. <laughs> I killed you guys. This is Wait, Aloha. did we watch eight episodes of television for this week? Six, yes. Three, yeah, four, eight. Five, six. Oh, my God. <laughs> eight. No wonder why we've got to go down to four. Top Listen, four from here we, on out. We do Top it for, three. We do it for the listeners, baby. For the viewers. <sighs> If you are partaking on YouTube, yeah, if we do, make that sure to uh, smash that like. Oh God! Now I have to leave that whole rant in. Can you smash a funny. like on a podcast? I don't. I'm not hip to the kids. Crush I don't that know what subscribe button. Leave a review. Crushing. Leave crushingly. Yeah, crush leave a, a review, review into smash our inbox. that five star button on Apple Podcasts. Okay, us. yeah, we'll smash that. Gently smash gyrate that. a review. Oh no, sorry. sorry. If you sorry. if you're on. We're not on TikTok. Oh, right. Yep, there could be yet. a TikTok that's just Greg half naked staring at his back window and I wouldn't know about it. Right. Millions of views. Yeah. Are you, are you doing a dance? Mm. Are you doing that, that money? No, dance? no he's doing the, uh, he's doing the dance of joy. Yeah. Looking through his yes. back window. There you go. Perfect. I wish, hopefully the viewers can sense what Greg just did there. <laughs> half naked man longingly looking out his window. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much me to a T. <laughs> Listen, anybody who listens to this podcast, they all have the video stream. They're all subscribed to your OnlyFans. Oh, We've all God. seen it. Uh, just an oh. OnlyFans of you naked looking yeah. out a window. Every, but every new episodes every day. It, it, it's like 3 a.m. to like 5.30 a.m. Hey um, there's an apartment here. building behind my house. And I am fairly sure that an an owner of another local game store lives in that apartment complex. Really? Yeah. Whoa. And like every time I see him out and about, I want to be like, hey, do you live on whatever street that is? Yeah. However, I am mm. terrified that it is in fact him and he has seen me half naked longingly looking out my back window <laughs> and I don't want to I don't want to connect the dots for him if that's the case. <laughs> you're like you're that guy? We need to talk. Oh, you. <laughs> Oh, you. I just want I just want you in front of that window. Only the video is like two and a half hours. And then right at like the last second, you're like, awful lot of bamboo back here. <laughs> and then just the video ends. Step by step. Season two, episode eight and nine. Aloha. The Lambert spent an exciting week vacationing in exotic Hawaii. Oh, baby. Oh. Okay, so maybe it was about a half hour too long, but it was worth it because we won the raffle. A trip for the entire family to Hawaii, including air transportation and accommodations at the Grand Hyatt Wailea on Maui. <laughs> Frank won a trip for the entire family to go to Hawaii. And everybody's very excited, except for Dana, who's a got to study. 
She's planned out her entire life. Was this her early gimmick? I don't remember this. She was yeah. smart and yeah, but like and, that studiously smart. Oh yeah, she never was broke she, out okay. of her shell, which is All why right. JT and her that never I got along, I believe. Yeah, I enjoyed this very much. Cody comes in the hanger on, and he comes in. Oh yeah, I can't wait to go to Hawaii. And Frank's like, No, you're not going. You live yeah. in the driveway. And he's like, Okay, well, can I? buy my own way there and he's like how you live in the driveway and then he explains how yeah <laughs> like well let's see i make about a thousand dollars a month being a mechanic and uh don't pay your rent don't pay for groceries don't pay for cable just kind of keep my money right he's like don't pay for heat don't pay for water don't you wonder the look on frank's face do. when yeah. he lists all the things he doesn't pay for and mooches off them and he's just like yeah i guess you could come your own money he's so angry uh so cody's gonna go which is good we need cody there yep this is go- i'm cody oh yeah yeah this is Only this season is, two before yeah, the right? bad before the bad times before the dark time <laughs> we cut to this baller hotel this thing is yeah. fucking awesome carol says i've got every minute of the day or is that danny Carol has everything scheduled. So does Danny. I can't remember who has there every minute, but she says we need to get up at 6 30 AM so we can go sightseeing. And everyone's like, no, that yeah. sounds terrible. Please don't make us do that. But, We're on vacation. We don't need to be like, you know, structured. It should be relaxing. Right. And that's what Frank is trying to get at her the entire episodes. Yes. It doesn't work until it does. Mm, <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> classic step-by-step oh it's classic so they're all gonna go sightseeing dana says she needs to study so she's come to hawaii to study but at least she's gonna do it on the beach yeah some hot dude one of the hot boys maybe (laughs) came out of the blimp hot dropped out of the blimp (laughs) he stalks dana cut off short gene boy is what i wrote down because we don't know his name was jesse's brother yes it was jesse's brother from from saved Saved by by the bell Bell. yes the one who when they accidentally take apart Mr. Belding's car, he puts yep. it back together and then disappears. Literally the only, that's the only thing I've ever recognized him from, but I recognize him immediately as, as the guy from Saved by the Bell. Well, yep. he's there. He's yep. stalking Dana. Uh, he annoys her into a date. Yeah, whatever works. Okay. Yeah. It was the 90s. I think yeah, it was in the 90s, way. that's what you do. You just pester someone until they say yes. Or take care of their Tamagotchi. That oh. also is a, that shows you're responsible. Okay. That's a guy you want to marry. This could be a, hot, a baby. <laughs> hot boy you want to marry. But that's a sitcom. Somebody takes care of a Tamagotchi and it dies. Like, I, I think that's a fun one. Oh like, my I, God, mm. that is. That's a clueless episode right there. Oh, I could see that 100%. being a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, right. Yeah. Where like George's boss has a Tamagotchi that he has to keep track of. Right. But then he accidentally yeah. kills it. And then he has to find another Tamagotchi that's just like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then it gets smashed by a truck. Right. Yep. Loses his job. Kramer like itself. Mm-hmm. Kramer. Oh, Kramer gets him a knockoff Tamagotchi. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> that would be a good episode. Uh, it's in. He brings it back to his boss, and it's in Chinese. Right. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> the same it's a, thing. It's a setting. It's a setting. Cut off short, Gene boy. He's rich. So it's okay to go out on a date with him, even though he's weird and we just met him and he's creepy. Right. And may or may not be way older than Dana, which is 
something we're going to get into. Yeah, he also was with some. They were playing like what frisbee or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Whoever he was with, he, he just, just leaves. Abandons, <laughs> and we never hear about that other person. Nope. Uh, the rest of the family is bored as fuck on this awful tour where it's oh. just these fence posts that Carol keeps bringing them to that say like historic place. That is funny though. They and they do it, like. She, she reads off a historic like marker number 13 and they're like all right on to 14 and they walk like maybe 10 steps and it's number 14 on the same like fence post the same thing and Very then funny. it's always something that's not there anymore right. like uh, right. this was where this was and like oh so it's not here either <laughs> so we've gone through 14 of these brian i believe is this guy's name who takes out dana he's 22 yep and she Dana is, is 16? Yeah, 16 or 17. She's Maybe 17, 17 if we're lucky. 17. Yeah. 17. Okay. 22 were, and 17. Rough. They were so much more casual about that. Like, oh, to yeah. me, that seems like that's an unbelievable no-no and has been forever. Oh, my God, yes. But I think I think no one gave a shit, right? I don't know. I think that's nobody so. gave a shit in that universe. But that at the time, that still would have been weird. I mean, I that was so. like weird. Don't think so? I don't think so. Five years I think at, at 90s, that age, at that no, age, I, I mean, we saw an episode where Danny Tanner was upset. He was five months younger <laughs> than his girlfriend. And I know that's, that's like a weird analogy, oh, but I, again, I think the idea of like the man is supposed to be older yeah, and a, and a few years older is okay. I think it was more acceptable even as man. recently as the nineties. I really I, do. I feel like even if, like I, one or two years, three years, fine. But like five years, there is like a, and I, I think it also is like the age of each of them. If that was like a 30 year old dating a 25 year old, I don't think it would be as weird. Different. Even in the Totally 90s. different. Right. I also think the idea of like age of consent, I think that idea has changed mm-hmm. recently as well. Mm. Because for a long time, it was like 16 in Alabama. Am I right, yeah, guys? Right, right. And, you know, like that was decided whether you were pervy or not was what was the rules. Right. But now I mm. think it's more like older still, guys just shouldn't still, lust after younger girls. Still like, pervy. It's just not appropriate. It doesn't matter what the rule is. Right. You just right. shouldn't do it. Just don't. Right. That, that's my interpretation. But. It definitely I bet you, I bet feels you this, weird. I bet you not a single fucking person on the planet thought it was weird that this guy was 22 and Dana was 17 in this episode when it aired. I'm sure nobody cared. He is rich because he created a software company was when he was 15 and sold it for $38 million. Mm-hmm. So now he's just hanging out. I looked it up that it has roughly doubled. So if that happened today, he would be have $80 million. Wow. Okay. Wow. He, I think he invented Less. Winamp, right? Is that his thing? I, don't know. I mean, he Internet did have Explorer? that whole scene about whipping the llama's ass. Yeah, right. He did some, you know, early web cartoons. Yeah. Charlie the Unicorn. Dana, knows let him. me show you something. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to Candy Mountain, Dana. Oh. Uh, back at the hotel, no one can walk because the tour is so long. They all have to be carried. Frank carries like four people, which is a very silly thing right. to see. He says, congratulations, you succeed in killing the entire family. Let's also, we didn't talk about it. Brandon's out of the basement. Brandon's I mean, it's early there. on, Brandon, early. but he's, yeah. They even gave him a line, which he is about as many line. lines as he had in like the season, the last episode we saw, which right. was much later. Right. At the end, the end of Brandon. But yeah. He's still cute here. Yeah. Sort of. I don't know. Was he oh, ever really cute? Unbelievably awful actor. 
yeah real oh, yeah. bad. i mean yeah. like never actually michelle again. tanner levels of shit acting that last one we did where they, it was in the old west which was a great episode he was horrible horrible and he had like seven years of experience under his belt with these people with these other actors he, he somehow got worse as, yeah. as the series went on he got worse deep cut he's the andy katzenmoyer of actors just the more <laughs> the more experience he got the worse he got at his job uh dana is so happy no one can figure out why she's happy she's always pissed off and karen looks at her and like checks her face and she's like she's dating someone she met a guy i that know that was fun i like that that was fun. that was good Frank enjoys a cocktail at the end of the night after everything's everybody's in bed and he just sits on the balcony and just has a cocktail looking out on Hawaii, finally relaxing. And Carol's like, well, we have, you better stop. We have to get up at 4am to climb a volcano and see the sunrise. And he's like, what the fuck woman, what are you doing? Climb a volcano. And then he's like, you have a problem. You can't relax. And then we see her clean the windows of the, of the hotel room because they have fingerprints on them real quick greg how much money would it take for you to climb a volcano at four in the morning mm. uh less than you would think because that is something i would actually do really oh, oh. Just, yeah the, like the, i um what if i i substitute a volcano i got rid of volcano yeah. and i just had you climb a random mountain in upstate new york no thousand dollars twelve hundred bucks yeah yeah. 1200 because mm. that covers most of my mortgage for a month there you go <laughs> but a volcano that appeals to you yeah big time mm. i went to hawaii relatively recently and i really wanted to do that but like there are no active volcanoes on the big island mm -hmm. it's like the little ones and we didn't get to them so gotcha next time oh. i'm hiking a fucking volcano bud at 4 a.m at 4 a.m just I mean, like carol I, I, no it's I, gotta well, be at four I feel like maybe nighttime, like early morning is when to go because that's like the lava will look better, right? Right, right. Mm, I want maximum crowded. lava exposure. Max lava. You don't want to always be surrounded by chodes who are in your way and getting in front of the lava. You know, Good point. Unless the lava is coming I at you. I want a private lava. Yeah. I want to be able to take off my shirt and look longingly into the lava. <laughs> I want a bunch similar of to, Similar to how you would look out your back door. <laughs> right. And there's just silence. <laughs> and he's like, oh, a lot of lava here. <laughs> it's a lot of lava. <laughs> Twitch channel coming soon. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. Uh, me in just a bathrobe. <laughs> Not closed. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Open. <laughs> open. Uh, <laughs> Frank says he's an, I love this. Frank says he's an expert on relaxing. He's going to teach Carol how to relax because he's so good at it. So no problem here. The kids get to do whatever they want. Now they go to the water, fucking awesome water slide park, right? Yeah, in, they look great. Right in the hotel complex. Are you kidding me? They're you know, having a, they have, you know, did you notice they actually didn't name drop the hotel at the beginning of the episode? They told you exactly what hotel this was. Yes. yes. And they were all wearing little logos, like when they oh, yeah. people, where they golf and they this all have definitely like the, paid for. Yeah. The yeah, hotel yeah. logos. I yeah, think clever. there's something at the end from that. I think it, I think it was the full house episode had the airline. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, they right. had that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of product placement going on in here. Honestly, though, it worked. I'd fucking stay at that hotel. Like awesome. hotel oh, was, was yeah. baller. Uh, all right, so the kids are going down this water slide. JT is talking to Cody about some bullshit, and he sees a mysterious hot 
Hula Girl, because of course we need this in all TJ. I was like, this isn't even. This is the first time we we'll, we see it in this in this episode. Yeah. Yep. Um, this collection of episodes we're reviewing, but not the last. No, it won't be the last. So he jumps onto this water slide off the bridge that he's on, and then goes down the down the water slide to catch this woman. Yeah. Who is also very a lot older than him. He's like a twelve year old boy with a mullet trying to go after a, a real adult but i mostly was struck by the point of view camera angle that they do when yeah. he goes down the slide they brought out the big guns for this episode get that. i do like that i like when we're on location and yeah episodes. me too was it the first one we saw with step by step and they just had they had a moving camera and that blew yeah, the my first mind. episode yeah yeah that like took me i'm like what the what what they're outside yeah right yeah that's weird uh jt misses her she drops her flower so he's gonna give it back to her is she magic Uh, maybe we ever figure it out i don't yeah i think she's real because at the end he sees her again at the end oh at the very very end yeah oh it could still be magic she could be a a hawaiian leprechaun she She could still be be one of those what if she died oh. at the hotel? This is a horror oh movie now. Yeah. This is not the first time JT and Ghost oh my God. hung out together. Just, you can see yeah. ghosts. <laughs> you can see ghosts. JT. Ghost He's hunter. A medium. Oh, I love it. Uh, oh. How many ghosts is JT? Fuck. Right. <laughs> He's an expert of business and ghost fucking. <laughs> It's on my business card. <laughs> ghost fucker, also good at business. Expert in business and yeah. ghost fucking. You know, they say if you can do what you love, you yeah, never right. work a day in your life. <laughs> Just loves fucking ghosts. Right. <laughs> well, you know, son. Maybe he, maybe that's how he does like exorcists. He's just like he gets a yeah. ghost to fall in love with him right he's a terrible fucking boyfriend mm-hmm. they break up and then the ghost doesn't want to be in the house anymore <laughs> right. it's a process but yeah. it is very it effective months yeah it's he's dedicated effective. to his job though i mean he gets uh, results let's be honest yeah. it works every time yeah the, oh, the two times we've seen it were those girls in the disney episode ghosts too oh, oh. Is everybody in the family a ghost? Disney's nieces or something. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Carol tries to relax, so she brings books to the beach. But I didn't think that was weird to bring a book to the beach. I brought several, several in her in her repertoire there. Right. Uh, Also, Carol in a bathing suit, by the way. Mm -hmm. My God, Suzanne Summers bringing it mm-hmm. uh mark runs up and says there's a sandcastle competition and if we win we get a helicopter tour because everybody needs something to do in step by step just like in the disney episode where everybody's got shit going on yeah, yeah. that was definitely my biggest issue with this is like i get there's a million people and it's a two-parter mm-hmm. but like not everybody needs to be no doing something but we've yeah. also seen them do it better like with the theme park episode remember where he's got to hit all the walt disney episode yeah. where he's got to hit them all up everybody yeah. had something to do there yeah and it but i thought way the, better. um i thought the girl's storyline of that disney episode was shit. the country singer oh, the country, the country singer yeah, song. i was okay with it uh, well that song is catchy as fuck so yeah, oh yeah girls right. with guitars you know what i mean yeah um uh something something yeah yeah, yeah. dropping um, bars <laughs> <laughs> Seeing ghosts. <laughs> Our brother's a ghost fucker. Ghost fucker. <laughs> Good at business. 
Jesus Christ. The latest hit, our brother's a ghost fucker. <laughs> it was originally supposed to be for Shania Twain, but yeah, she had right. problems <laughs> with it. <laughs> the creative direction. <laughs> I'm telling you, baby, it'll be huge. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. So if you win the Sandcastle competition, you get a helicopter tour. And they're like, well, how are we going to win? We, we don't make sandcastles. And Mark says, I like architect architecture. And you guys like playing in the dirt. So we'll win. Okay. Not a bad yeah. plan. Yeah, right. Cody and JT go scuba diving. And they see the babe is back. Uh, and then there's a fun moment where JT tries to tell Cody that he saw the girl again, but he has the snorkel in his mouth and he's like, and Cody doesn't understand. So he does gibberish back. <laughs> Just like, okay, I guess we're doing that now. And it's like, no, the girl's over there. But then somehow somebody finds a treasure map and Cody needs to find treasure. Now there's buried treasure. This is like the, this is like the E story. <laughs> we're really hell? clicking on everybody doing something. Yeah, and this is so late in the game. It's like, oh, treasure map. Got to mm -hmm. go find that. Uh, we get a rom romantic montage with Dana and Brian. Ooh, running across the town, doing all kinds oh, yeah, of... Oh, yeah, right. Making out, hickeys, all the yeah. things. They're doing it. Uh, he has to go and meet with his banker. But before he leaves, he proposes to a 17-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> who he's met for what three days he's known for no for time at all yeah if only there was a word for this <laughs> <sighs> yikes to be continued on the next one frank gives us a voiceover on all the things that are happening love it this happened and then dana Listen, fell in love the more patrick duff we get per episode i'm always in favor of yeah True. side note if i was dana you say yes. Oh, God, yeah, you say yes. You say yes. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. We'll talk about it at the end of this episode, but Frank's reaction is very similar, I think, to what my reaction would be if I was yeah. in a similar, you know. Right. Frank, he was good with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Dana needs to talk to Carol about the proposal because she's not sure what to do. Karen's like, you should be sure. He's rich. That's the only answer. Just do it. Frank and Carol try to golf to relax. And as I've said on previous episodes, that is the most unrelaxing mm -hmm. thing I could ever do. <laughs> try to golf. Time to put you in a high pressure, high anxiety moment. Right oh here. my Go. God. It looks no. like she's never. Yeah. Golf. You get some coffee cake. You get some beer. You smoke mm -hmm. some weed. You go play golf. It's, it's Can we do afternoon. the coffee cake and the weed part and just never yeah. play golf? Right. Because that sounds good to me. I like to be oh. out in nature. Just sit there then. <laughs> He's already staring off the coffee off. cake on a bench. Drive a little cart, to golf course too. He can't just stare off into space at the golf course. Uh, <laughs> climb a climb a volcano. Are you gonna climb a volcano and eat coffee cake at four in the morning and smoke weed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Why not? The beer. The beer is the important part. Coast yeah. oh, I forgot about beer. that. I forgot about the beer. I liked. Uh, I like Frank's. What he talked about how he golfs. Yes. That line. Yeah. Which We're is gonna play. By, That's yeah. not too far off. I'm no, definitely. There was. There was. I uh, I joined a country club last year, yeah. um, and there was one day where I just wasn't paying attention, and I had 
I did not bring enough balls with me. Mm. And I like the whole day was, I had like seven balls to play with. And it was like, I either got to play the best game of my life. <laughs> or hope that I run out of balls as I get off the back nine. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. Like 12. Find a few on the way. Yeah. What All am right. I going to do? Yeah. Go, go diving now. Yeah. Well, Frank, the Frank Lambert way of playing golf is you buy a box of balls, you play two, lose them all. And then you have lunch. <laughs> That's hey. pretty good. It's a good morning. I like it. JT can't find his dream girl, so he's got to focus on this stupid treasure map that just showed up. So he can't go, do one, so he's good at business. So he goes to the other. I like it. You know, he's good at business. Make some money now. JT good at business. Yeah. Uh, he sees a parasail, and they decide this is a great idea. We're going to go up on that thing and figure out where the X marks the spot, of course. But doing that, they miss the girl. She's standing right there, guys. Oh my God. Uh, Dana. And Brian, talk about the proposal. Now, I've done this once. I'm pretty sure if I proposed to my now wife and I said, will you marry me? And then she went, I'll think about it <laughs> for 24 hours or whatever it was. That would be a bad sign. Really, any answer that would be other a than very yes. bad sign. If, if you just get a, uh, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad, bad, that's it. bad. Doesn't matter. Oh, Gene Short, hot boy. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I guess because she's 17, he lets it slide. <laughs> I gotta ask my mom first. Yeah. Uh, uh, back can to Frank. Can Dana come out and get married? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, Frank and Carol are golfing again. And Frank screws up Carol's putt. She gets all mad because she's keeping score, even though Frank's not. Right. She yells at him and says, he screws it up by breathing. You made me lose a stroke by breathing. Yeah, I love that. She does some fun physical comedy here, too. She's crawling all around trying to set up the putt. That was fun. Uh, Because she's underrated funny. Suzanne Summers is underrated. She very much is. Yeah, right. She's hysterical. She's got some fun physical uh, stuff in this. So then they decide the only way to relax is to. Dress up like furries and go to town, <laughs> or whatever the whatever Frick, they've done in the past. The Gorn costume, the Gorn costume, break out the Gorn track. Yeah, right. Tarzan, whatever they'd like to dress yeah, up. They sure do. Police officer, remember that we yep, had that yep. one. Yeah, yeah were that. lumberjack once, right? Yep. No, right. Yep. Jungle man. Jungle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jungle, jungle man. Tarzan. Tarzan and Shane. Jungle cat. Yeah, they were. Yeah. I feel like they were fairy ones too. Yeah. A woodsman, he, right? He was a woodsman, woodsman and a fairy. Yeah. yeah. No, that happened. They love to dress up and do the deal. Yep. So that's uh, what happens. Dana runs in and needs to talk to Carol about Brian, but she comes out. <laughs> this is great. She comes out in the room and is like, whatever. I'm yeah. good. It's like prancing around the hotel. Totally room. relaxed. Totally relaxed now that she's gotten the uh, the old Frank in her. <laughs> the old Frank. Uh, <laughs> wasn't even subtle. <laughs> Uh, we don't do subtle on the show. No, we don't. They don't do it on step by step either. No, no, <laughs> they don't. Obvious. Um, but the juxtaposition of her being so relaxed and then Dana being like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna, I've been proposed to, and I'm 17, and her flipping the fuck out. Yeah, you are not getting married. And she's like, "Well, you were married at 17. That's not the point. Yeah, she was like, and hey, look how this turned out. <laughs> look how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, not good. Yeah." And then she's like, well, you can't just meet somebody on a tropical island for a week and then marry him. She's like, you did that too with Frank. 
all right, never mind. You're just not doing it. You're grounded forever. So then, of course, Dana wants to marry Brian just to piss off Carol. Of course, that's how it works. Yep. Cody and JT parasail and find this fucking Xbox spot. <laughs> They're going to find treasure. Uh, and then the sandcastle shit comes back. <laughs> Mark makes this ridiculous sandcastle of some British castle. Is that what it is? I guess. Yep. And then when he's trying to describe it, Al, who doesn't have a lot of lot to do in this episode, says, "Unfortunately, you're you're gonna blow it because you won't shut up." <laughs> but uh, they win anyway. It's all good. They go on a helicopter ride. Uh, and we get a sweet helicopter tour montage, which I'm sure is also part of the product placement of like, look what you can do when you go to Hawaii. Yeah, it, the, the the actual like flight of the helicopter takes way too long. <laughs> Carol is mad about the proposal still at the Sandcastle tournament or whatever. <laughs> and Frank's like, you know, you're just forcing her right into his arms by doing all the things you've done right you know you're just pissing her off and she's just gonna marry the guy anyway you need to let her decide cody and jt are at the x and they dig for hours and they can't find anything but then they look up and they realize the x and the treasure and the gold is actually the sunset lame what the fuck and (laughs) jt good at business is and great at fucking ghosts is is pissed that there's no treasure and cody's like no way man because he's definitely a hippie yeah like it's uh it's all about the experience man jt's like yeah but we're poor so but i guess i'll look at the sunrise (laughs) (laughs) brian gets into an argument with dana about her going to school and says don't you don't need to go to school just hang out with me all the time i'm rich but she wants to succeed on her own merits so she's not going to marry this guy. But then they talk about how much they love each other and they get real sad. Seems real weird. Mm-hmm. A Agreed. real weird hill to die on, yeah. Brian. Just let her go to school and right. do what she wants. And then to stay with you. And then, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you pay for it. Right. There you go. Uh, but no, it's TJF, so that can't happen. Vacation is over. Everybody's talking about how much fun they had after Carol's relaxed. <laughs> Mm. they've been able to do what they want uh mark talks about the helicopter ride and then al says you barfed all over that thing (laughs) which we don't get to see a limo pulls up and then brian pulls up in a convertible looking all sad with a tear in his eye and frank goes i think you're making a mistake I think you're making a big mistake. Throughout this entire episode, I kept thinking to myself, we haven't heard Frank's side of things, and I really hope it's the exact opposite of what Carol wants him to do or wants her to do. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, JT is mad. He never found the mystery woman. But then as the limo pulls away, we see the hula girls back. Magic hula hula girls back. And JT's like, no, that's her. And he's like out the window, like, no, turn around. And Frank's like, shut up. We're going home. (laughs) Stop it. She's Frank has real. a great line at the end where like right after the Brian drives away, he just kind of like leans down to Dana. He's like, I can still run after him. if you want to." Change your mind. <laughs> he's like, he is worth $30 million. You might want to. Oh, right. he he's, he's worth 40 million. Right? Oh, that's right. Two more million come in before the right. end of the episode. Oh, that's and right. Frank, he had a good day. Right. And Frank looks so like despondent that she's not taking the money. <laughs> <It's> just, 
real funny just great Fits his character so well he was awesome in this one yeah he was he was two, he was great two-parter with some lackluster pieces but mm-hmm. some good stuff it's not complete garbage like yeah. we'll be yeah. getting into soon it's just but overstuffed it's too much, too much going on this not enough payoffs have, why is there a mystery girl Right, that doesn't go in that. We didn't need the sandcastle. We didn't need. But this was all, if you look at it in, in the perspective, the spot. that this is a commercial for this hotel. This all yeah. makes sense. Oh That's yeah, why. That's why. Yeah, that was a nice looking golf course. It was a good looking beach. Right. I mean, the worked. water we part, helicopter. We, we want to go there. Fucking awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah. We want to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, they did a we great want, job. We want to go to there. So you think Disney owns it yet? Probably. <laughs> Disney owns everything, even your weird Twitch channel. They just bought it. Oh, standing shit. in front of glass shit. so now same thing you're just wearing mickey mouse ears yeah, right <laughs> i actually did stay at the disney resort and it was not that one. Oh, okay where? in hawaii yeah oh okay they actually have now tattooed their logos on your back so yeah. you have a doctor strange and the multiverse of madness tattoo Ooh, nice on your back not, no problem watch, yeah watch yeah. now on disney plus i cool. i just saw that like I didn't watch the movie. I saw that it was available. Oh yeah, which I'm yeah, stoked yeah. about because I didn't want to pay for that. It was worth it. Yeah, yeah, I like. I don't. I just don't. It would take. It takes a lot to get me to a theater now. Mm-hmm. Mm. And on top of that, I get a lot of pleasure out of telling my customers that I didn't see the stuff they loved. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, didn't if I didn't it. have a kid. I wouldn't go to nearly as many movies as I do. Yeah. And that, that's it's just something to do on like a Saturday or Sunday type of thing. Um, I much prefer seeing on my ass. I always said this, like, uh, you know, if they had to release movies the same day they came out in theaters, I would watch so many more movies because me dragging my ass to a theater it, it, or I can just sit on my own couch and why, like, I kind of mildly amused or mildly interested in this movie. I can just press a button and I can watch the movie. You know, like I'd much rather do that. Mm. I don't need no yeah. movie atmosphere. Ooh. I, I like movies you know i just i'm mostly not covid worried anymore but like mm. i these two years two and three years now mm. have just like really gotten me used to the idea of not being around other people mm-hmm. uh so like just the idea of being in a small dark right. box with a bunch of fucking strangers just too much for me right true good point Good point. I love going to the movies. I, I miss love it. Movies. I miss. I miss the. It's not the same now. I miss like the group movie. That's yeah. what I miss. Agreed. There I is... don't want to go by myself, but I miss like the twelve of us are going to go see yeah. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I was talking to my wife and talked about like when we went to go see movies when we were younger. Not not to turn this into like a one hour, but like when we were you know in our in our teens or twenties, like that. I always remember theaters being packed if it was like a friday or saturday night it was there was not a seat available always and we've gone on friday nights to the mall you know uh, you know the the local malls around here and their movie theaters Mm -hmm. and there's plenty of seats it just seems like it's not a and maybe it's because of covid maybe maybe right before this was still a thing but like it was just so deserted you still enjoyed it but you just it didn't have that same energy to it right yeah i mean the the movie theater in wilton closed yeah, right. What oh. a testament to the state of the world. Right, wow. right. I also, uh, 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 more off topic, mm. I, would, I would literally murder for the opportunity to be in charge of a movie theater. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I actually have this idea, and this is, I'm copywriting this, I so don't take it. Okay. Should we so, cut it out? 
maybe uh, it's a really good idea it, but it requires a lot of money so i think it'd be really cool to take like a 10 theater mm-hmm. movie theater and show old movies using the technology from that time oh that's cool so like one theater would be the 40s and you would right. show movies from the 40s and it would have whatever sound system they have from the 40s and it would have whatever projector yeah. from the 40s and stuff like that and each theater would be a different decade and you would only show movies from that decade mm. i think that i would i would pay any amount of money to make this happen and i feel like realistically i could make it like a not-for-profit as like an educational thing right right Probably. right experience cinema throughout the years i mean that's that's a cool idea and you know like if you want to take it a step further like make the seats the way they are but at the same time like i think people don't want to sit in 100 year old seats to watch lawrence of arabia the movie's like 12 hours long yeah but like even those seats were so comfy i mean they they were designed for you know not not as nice as what you get you know right in in 2022 but still but yeah i i just i you know we watch i so like you watch things now and they're all upscaled and yeah. stuff like, you know, you watch Ghostbusters now and it's in beautiful HD because they've remastered and all this stuff. I want to know what it was like to watch Ghostbusters in the eighties. I want right. to hear it. I want to see it. I want, you know, like was the fidelity there? Was it fuzzy? Did the sound crackle? Like what, what was the experience you were having at that time? Mm-hmm. You, you, you can never experience media the way it was intended. Not right. anymore. Nope. Technology is too advanced. Right. That is a great idea. Million dollars. Here you come. You're the next Brian Hot Shorts Hot Boy that lives yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You got it. You're write some code, those, baby. Climbing those volcanoes. <laughs> Coming this summer. All right. Have we said everything we need to say on step by step? Yeah. Like said, was- okay. Get ready. Buckle up. I even wrote this wrong in here because I wasn't sure. Family Matters Season 8, Episode 1, 2, and 3. What were you doing to us, man? Oh, my God. Man. What happened here? This was uh, And there is a brutal. lot. There is meat on this bone. <laughs> there is There's a so lot much to talk over. about. It's Paris Vacation. Steve invents a device that transports himself and his clone to paris where romance blossoms for laura and steve gets held captive by a beautiful scientist what's going on at the eiffel tunnel i don't know but it doesn't have anything to do with us holy shit let's let's take a pause right here ryan what what season was this eight of nine eight of nine that is very important this eight is the last nine. one on abc yes yes right yep canceled and moved to cbs with a new harriet wow <laughs> holy shit they showed like a i don't know three minute 
pre- basically like recap of what happened last season. And that thing yeah. is insane. Like, what right. the fuck? This was just a show about a family. Yep. About a cop who had regular family problems and annoying neighbor. Now there's fucking clones mm-hmm. and they're going to space and they're changing their DNA and they're and teleporting. Time, uh, right. Teleporting. This remember the first episode where grandma moved in. Yeah, all the drama that that occurred, right? Yeah, you know, but it was all like a family affair um, that they were just dealing with, and like, oh, we just have to get used to it. Very much set in reality. What is going on? This is this is. Have you ever? I was thinking about this. Have you ever had a show that took such a right turn that is so different from how it started? Can you think of another show like that? (sighs) So my my. My initial instinct is the show Fringe. Okay. Oh, yeah. Which, I never saw it. So you got to so, go, go into that. It's It still stayed within science fiction. But in the first couple seasons, like first two-ish seasons, it was just sort of like your typical monster of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, very similar to the X-Files. It was like they go out, they solve a, a problem. There's a small connecting thread um, that you know it's like oh there's some conspiracy it's all part of this pattern or something Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know but by the end by like the end of season five of fringe they're like they're in alternate realities and there's doppelgangers and these dudes who were friendly are now overlords and the statue of liberty is bronze Mm -hmm. and it's just like what (laughs) what the fuck happened here (laughs) how did we get here how did we get here so in the same vein, the one I can think of is Sliders. If you remember that show? So uh, were, Jerry O'Connell's grind Jer- him up. Jer- time right, machine, baby. Jer- Jerry O'Connell. That's right. <laughs> we have to fire that up one more time. Um, oh, Jerry. Jerry O'Connell, uh, John Reese davies was in it. Um, so, you know, the, the premise of that early on was just going to different dimensions, kind of like what you were almost talking about with Fringe there, where every episode, the same four people went to a different reality. And sometimes it was like, you know, what if Hitler won – world war ii or what if like penicillin was never invented so you know like that type of reality thing but by like the third and fourth season there was an over arc of this like alien race that had taken over other realities and they were fighting that alien race so it had not it stopped having something to do with jumping to realities and more like them fighting these aliens uh but even that though is once again still in that same like sci-fi genre this wasn't sci-fi when it started it is sci-fi now i mean i would i i can't Mm. How would you argue it's not? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. What? Just the just the recap of him cloning himself, and then killing his clone to put it in the Stefan Urkel machine, which is different than the cloning machine, so Laura can have her bow for life. Right. Yeah. Make Stefan Urkel, who's a not a clone what is he yeah a transformation like, of steve there's like into a real person moral questions involved yeah. now which what he brings hell? up in this yeah. episode he'll he'll bring that up of like what am i uh on this topic um if you guys have not seen severance you must okay i have not it's on apple tv and it is the best show i've seen in years wow by a long shot Adam Scott? Is this Adam, Adam Scott? Scott baby. Okay. He's... It was, but uh, it was created as by a ben bully. Stiller. Is he a bully? No, no. <laughs> oh, I don't know what we're talking about. 
I'm quick witted. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm previous hip. episode. Yes, <laughs> full circle. Uh, TGIF alum, Adam Scott. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's great. I'll check it out. All right. We got to do that. All right. So last time we found out that clones exist and clones die, and we turn Stefan into a real person, and there's two Steves, but then there's two. Of course. <laughs> It's fucking crazy man this this is just i can't get over where we're at right now with this show with family matters considering how it, it's, it's not even like the steevil episodes where it's like a dream and yeah, you just kind of like right. take it. It, it it's this is like happening to this family so now steve's working on a new invention because he's doesn't hasn't done enough already yeah uh myra comes in his girlfriend i do like she, myra cut off an extra toe to donate to someone so she's wearing a they need a reason for her not to be right. around yes. so right. that they need the a reason, reason for her not to be in france and they decided to make the wackiest reason uh it's an irk pad irk pad a teleportation pad and he explains it myra gets all hot and bothered because science talk gets her horny Nicole calls from uh, France to set up the other Irk pad, which I think he said he mailed. Mm. He mailed a, a teleportation device to France. Anyway, Nicole and uh, Myra gets uh, jealous of Nicole. Who's Nicole? Who the hell's Nicole? Who's right. Nicole? Put me on the phone. And then Sleepy Carl, one of the only good pieces of this episode is somewhat Carl. Sleepy Carl walks in the kitchen to get breakfast and steps on the irk pad by accident. Mm -hmm. And he gets teleported to Paris in his robe. Uh, as all good vacations begin, <laughs> father accidentally teleported to another country. Remember when grandma showed up and they had that big... Uh, <laughs> she was on the porch that right. came back. Right, and then they just had a conversation about what it's like to be a family. And now <laughs> Carl is teleporting to Remember that time where Harriet was on Perfect Strangers as just an <laughs> elevator operator? Yeah, she operated the elevator. Yeah, right. She's been teleported to France. <laughs> What's Balky uh, doing right now in this right. world? Seriously. Oh my Is God. Mr. Gorpley half cyborg by now? <laughs> Mr. Gorpley. Uh, back at Meepos the... took off and landed on the moon. <laughs> oh, God. Back at the winslow's house all of them are yelling at steve for transporting carl to france and he said i've never tested on a living organism before but then before we can finish carl is transported back wearing a beret with french bread doing all the france stuff that's and like great time had a great <laughs> yeah. time there we all yeah. gotta go back <laughs> just embraced it right i kind of like that though that like at least in this in, if we're gonna play this game he's probably been through so much shit <laughs> like this is just you know just runs right. it off now this is not as bad as some of the other things he's done to me they talk about how this invention would save the world and stop pollution and all that and then i think carl just yells out or you just all go on vacation right now and forget about all that other stuff so they do steve teleports in first carrying the bag so of course he can drop them all and when he sees uh the french other side of this thing he sees the babe mm -hmm. and he gets all excited he says wow hottie in the house which is like one of his worst we've talked about this Ugh. one of his worst characteristics is that he just blurts out these things about women and just it's not good 
doesn't age well at all. Wow, boobs. Yeah. So the whole family goes to France. They take in the sights. Carl and Harriet drink wine at a restaurant. They're having fun. And Eddie almost gets hit by a car. Why the fuck is this in here? And then the car smashes into the tables, but it's Eddie's fault. So now he has to work for the two weeks he's in Paris to pay off the debt of running over some chairs. Go. In a show about teleporting to France, this is somehow <laughs> the least plausible thing to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> if he doesn't pay off his debt, he'll go to prison. This sucks. Right. Why would Eddie be held responsible for this? Also, like, who would... he was in right. the crosswalk. Yeah. Slow I just want to roll, Frenchman. I want to imagine a scenario, Greg, where somebody like haphazardly, like maybe causes one of the like, the shrubs outside of your business, like some damage or anything, or, or you know, like the, the the posts or your signage or something like that. Mm. Like they accidentally run into it, right? And then you make them work for you for two weeks. That's weird. <laughs> I would end them. <sighs> People hit my fucking sign all the time. Do they really? Yeah. Uh, you would think a giant lit up white sign would be hard to hard to miss but no they fucking plow into it constantly oh my like God. a target yeah well maybe <laughs> like i i have to park there now not because like i want the best spot in the place but because i uh, damage control <laughs> it's like if you don't take this part if no one else parks in this parking spot no one's gonna hit my sign right stefan is lost in Paris and he has no history of his own and he's sad because he's a clone that was turned into Stefan who wasn't a person to begin with fucking deep yeah and it has no history at all in a city full of history like okay all right Stefan you're bringing it well he's yeah. in France you might as well have an existential crisis if you're there so and they walk up to a weird scene with a car and a bunch of male models fist fighting each other <laughs> as one does right once again, still more plausible than the Eddie side, line, Eddie side <laughs> plot. Did I ever tell you about that time in Philly that I saw the fight? No. What happened? Was it with One of the craziest models? things I've ever experienced in my life. I was just walking down a street in Philadelphia, a fairly major street, mm. and a dude pulls onto the sidewalk with his car, gets out, and starts fist fighting the guy who was walking next to me. Wow. Wow. Like, how does that happen in real life? Yeah. So I'll tell you, I got a, kind of a weird one. I was in New York City and we were at, we walked outside of the Jekyll and Hyde Club. We were there like four in the morning. And right across is a place called the Big Gay Ice Cream Store, which is just a. Oh, know, I know those fuckers. You know, they that. parked their truck in front of my booth once and I made no money. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> I know anyway, those motherfuckers. Two guys left the Big Gay Ice Cream Store and they were crossing the street, like approaching us. And in the middle of the street, one just sucker punches the other one. And then they got into a fight in the middle of Hell's Kitchen, rolling on the street while cars wow. are going around. Cars are not stopping. No, they, they don't are just, stop they, are just they don't give a shit. And they're just rolling on the street. And I'm just like, I, our Uber's here. Like, let's, nope. like, let's not stick around for this. Yeah, nope, not going to be a part of this. But what pisses you off at the Big Gay Ice Cream Store, other than them, you know, fucking with your booth, um, yeah. that, would, that would enable a fist fight at four in the morning. I, uh, my best fight story is I was one night, I went late night pizza at I love pizza, which mm -hmm. is a get pizza to four o'clock in the morning kind of place. Yep. Everybody's drunk, usually having a good time. And, uh, I went there and I had pizza and then I was on the phone with, I think my now wife at the time. And I walked outside to call her 
on one of those shitty Nokia cell phones. And I turn around. I see like a cop walk by, which is not abnormal if you're in downtown where we are. There's tons of cops just walking around randomly. And I turn around and the entire pizza place is fist fighting. Everybody. (laughs) Everybody. I left and nobody was fighting. People were just eating pizza. I turn around after on this phone call. Everyone in the entire pizza place is fighting. The guy who's the business owner is on the counter standing on it with a baseball bat. And I'm like, oh, my God, I better run in. My friends are probably part of this fight. And I just look where their booth was. They're just sitting there eating pizza still. <laughs> They're not a part of the fight at all. I, I like it. They never stopped eating the pizza. In my mind, you were the glue that held that pizza place together. I and guess. when you left, I've never seen an entire thing collapse. be a fist. The entire place was a fist fight, except for the three other people I was with. That's very uh, funny. All right. So the models fight. Photographers like, they can't model. So, Stefan, you need to be my model. And of course, he's a natural. Photo shoot montage time. He's looking all good. And those suits separates. Uh, Steve and Nicole check out a sweet ass garden. This looks fun. But of course, Steve falls into the wheelbarrow and then steps on a rake, which hits him in the balls. Uh, got a laugh out of me when he <laughs> okay. falls over to the wheelbarrow. Okay. I was like, all right, whatever. Right. But then he gets up and falls over it again. Yeah. A Got second, me. a second one. Okay. The second fall. Yeah, I'm a two fall kind of guy. <laughs> At least two falls. Yo, gotta have two falls, hey. My Andrew Dice class. <laughs> hickory, 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 hickory Doc. Oh, over a rock. Ghost. Oh, hey. <laughs> that doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> hey. Did he finger gun? I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. Finger gun? I don't know. <laughs> pew 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 pew. You finger gun? I don't know. Oh, that's a good one. Nicole says the irk pad will make you a billionaire. And he said, no, it's going to be free to everyone. Okay. Seems he, irresponsible. He is he is no JT. That's for sure. Oh, man. Bad at business. Yeah. How do we trap a ghost in this? <laughs> bad at business and doesn't fuck ghosts. I want to send the ghost to Mars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Nicole talks to another guy who says we're going to steal the plans. And then he says the weirdest thing. Who is this guy? (laughs) All three episodes. He says, well, what are you going to do to steal the plans? And she says, oh, well, I'll I'll make it hot. I'll seduce him, basically. And he's like, oh, if only you weren't my cousin. What the fuck? I didn't hear that. Oh, French. So So it's fine. If only you weren't my cousin. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, guy. We're moving on to part two, which I only thought there were two parts. Sorry. Eddie <laughs> is now a waiter yep. in France. How the hell does that work? Just hired him on the spot. How does he know what people want? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't speak the language. He doesn't. That's the joke they make. He's like, I'm just going to bring you some soup and we'll see how yep. it goes. And then they, he, <laughs> yells like at this. The, he yells at the owner. And then there's subtitles of what they really mean, which do we even need this? I mean, we nope. didn't need the storyline. We didn't even need the subtitle thing. Very Some, tacked on. The same girl that caused the accident walks by again, and Eddie knocks, knocks over trays and plates, and he has to work more at the fucking cafe now because he broke more stuff. Whatever. Ur- Urkel wakes up to a polka alarm clock. 
with little figurines and everything. And then he does a little polka dance. This is the classic Urkel that I miss. Right. Uh, Myra eats dinner with her stuffed animals. This shit is creepy. I kind of thought this was funny. It's funny, but mega weird. Yeah, right. Well, look at 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 what else is going on. This is fine. Uh, Steve says, oh, I'm going to be in a commercial. What? Since when? Right. Huh? For a drink called Lay Pop. Okay. Before and after commercial. I'm the before. Stefan talks about his history again and how it's kind of murky because he doesn't know if he's Steve because he's a clone so, or whatever. He's can not have a conversation with like someone like that. He was just like, I really don't know uh, if I'm a person because I don't think I have a soul. Uh, yeah. is that, do we share a soul? Right. If you die, do I feel it? Do I die? You know, anyway, it's funny action. because like, oh my God, it's obvious why they did this because I'm sure it's expensive to split screen. Mm-hmm. A Steve's, yeah. the Steve's, right? And they were like, "Well, we got to find a way to write him out. How about Soul Searching Model on <laughs> <laughs> the set of a soda pop commercial?" I like how you said that and couldn't even finish the sentence without <laughs> yeah. laughing. I'm sure this this pitch meeting went real well. What yeah. if we just what if we just became a model? A soul. All right, Miller, model. hear me out. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a clone. Yeah. He's a cl- but what if, what even are clones? You know, <laughs> how do we make how do we make the cl- it's expensive to clone? What if we had two Steve's clones? Can we burn Steve them? Steve is so popular. What if we had two of them? No, we can't Send do that. To the we need a ghost to- moon. <laughs> kids, kids love that. <laughs> It'll be fine. Kids, kids will buy that action figure. Ghost yeah. moon. Right. <laughs> Where's JT? I heard he likes ghosts. Uh... Give me JT Disney. <laughs> JT Disney. I smell crossover. Uh, <laughs> JT Disney. Ghost hunter. <laughs> Ghost fucker. <laughs> Somebody Photoshop a Ghost Hunter logo into Ghost Fucker, please. Uh, <laughs> You'd have the jumpsuit with the logo. <laughs> GF. What does Disney. that stand the for? The name tag just says Disney. <laughs> Mr. Disney. <laughs> I have a ghost problem. I'll fuck it right out of there. Yeah. Wait, you what? <laughs> Wait, what? you'll get rid of it, right? Yeah, that's what it's yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah I'm going to get rid of it. All right. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> Are you talking about the ghost or something else? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ball right over. Ball. I'm already there. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) There's like 80 more episodes to go. God, I know. (laughs) He has like a little zipper on the crotch of his jumpsuit. (laughs) Gotcha, ghost. This is my Both PK. Oh no! Let I me whip that. Let me whip out my PK meter real quick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, uh, Steve talks about how 
Stefan was created because <laughs> you were the guy I always wanted to be. Then Steve in his weird outfit flexes in, in the commercial, flexes in front of these babes. But then he drinks Lay Pop and he transforms himself into Lay Wow. And all the ladies come back because he's Stefan now. Oh, boy. Yep. Didn't need that. Steve seduces, or uh, Steve. Nicole seduces Steve. <laughs> Steve seduces Raquel. It's not that far off. <laughs> Steve creates a clone to seduce himself. Uh, no, <laughs> Nicole seduces him. Uh, he makes out with her for a little bit. Yeah. She wants the invention. And then he's like, yeah, you just want the invention. You don't care about me. And then he bumps into the Gilbert guy, the other guy, the cousin mm-hmm. who wants to get with the other cousin. He says, who are you? He says, I'm your worst nightmare. He said, no, actually, the worst nightmare I've ever had is I'm a wheel of cheese, but I want to eat myself, and I can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> what the fuck? I forgot he loved cheese. Yeah, how, did right. I, how did I forget that? Because that was like <laughs> fucking 20 years late, ago. Is that a late time thing? <laughs> yeah, right. Is that late in the game that he loves yeah. cheese? Uh, no one will hear you scrim. I hated this. No one will hear you scrim. Oh, I was into it. You mean scream? No, I mean scrim. Then Gilbert threatens Steve and says, build it or I'll kill you. And he's like, all right, sure. I need, well, first he says, I won't do it. And then he's like, all right, well, I'll kill you then. He's like, all right, I need transistors and rotors. And then like he walks off with a list of parts. Doesn't want to die. Gilbert uh, wants to use the pad to steal stuff. <laughs> Not to sell and make money and, you know, be a billionaire. He wants to use it to steal things and get into movies for free on the weekends. Why would not you just call his bluff when he threatens to kill you? Mm-hmm. Right? Because, like, yeah. he needs you a lot. Right, right. You have all the cards here, Steve. Right. Also, you have a cousin who's a scientist and help with this project. What if you just take it from him and then recreate it? Right. You already have it. He you gave have you it. one. You don't need, just make another one. Right. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Laura and Stephanie. What cinema sins it? 4,000 sins. Fuck. Meanwhile, Laura and Steve walk the red carpet for Paco, rich somebody who makes clothes who may or may not be real. Uh, Carl cheers them on. The ladies go wild for Stephanie. This is so fucking long. I know. It goes on forever. Holy shit. This is when I started looking at the clock going, there's three minutes. How are they going to save Steve? (laughs) No, they're going to have three more minutes of fashion shows. The crushing reality that it was a three-quarter hit you hear. Carl uh, apparently taught Stefan all his moves. That's what Stefan says. I like how Stefan and Carl are are bros. Yeah, right. They're they're buddies. They love each other. That does happen, though, early. Like, when when you first see Stefan, he's good friends with Carl. (laughs) They're friends. Yeah. Stefan's going to make a modeling career, but he can only model in Paris. There's nowhere else he can right. model. No, so no he, has, he had some sort of way to quickly go from yeah. city to right. city. A to B. Uh, yeah, mm. I mean, if only geez. three million hours of this episode I mean, could have solved uh, that problem. Yeah. This is this is also like 1998. So plane trips from France to like Chicago, four days, five days, right? I mean, yeah. What about the basically a hot boy air balloon? Yeah, what about geez. the Erg pad though? Can he just use the Erg pad? problem solved i don't know uh so he has to go away because reasons because abc doesn't want to pay for two urkels that's why 
Uh, Nicole feels bad about Gilbert. Why? Wanting to kill him. So then we go to part three, which is more Eddie sucks at everything, and now he's washing dishes. Yep. He bumps into the bait, and they have sex in the kitchen. Who, who works there? Right. And then they just they fuck on the, the sandwich table. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess. Uh, Steve finishes working on the pad. Another one. But then the teleportations get real weird because they teleport him right to where Carl is. So yep. problem solved. But not quite because then they all get teleported back and forth through different, all three different pads. And finally, uh, Carl and Harriet have to catch Gilbert. And then Steve tries to help Nicole. This is all very confusing. But yeah. accidentally goes back to Chicago. Then somehow Carl gets transported back to the opera where they were being held hostage. So now everybody's back where they started in the opera, held hostage. Very confusing. Carl beats everybody up he runs he runs wild so i kind of like when carl does cop things <laughs> yeah because we don't we never get to see it you know it's like uh it's like that old the old show aqua teen hunger force where they're detectives but they never actually detect anything yes, they yes. never actually do their job i kind of like seeing carl actually do his job it's kind of fun he beats up a couple of different bad guys then he as they're getting chased he steals a flag and puts between the chairs of the seats yeah. which slows them down somehow then we get a fucking car chase it's like, all of a sudden richard donner directed the shit <laughs> like we, <laughs> we get a car chase they spent a lot of money on these episodes yeah, they sure did the whole budget for the last two seasons they crash into garbage then they're on foot to the eiffel tower of course we got to end it there yep stefan right. and laura talk about their future and how they're going to break up also, because. the best part about this, though, where they, where, where Urkel and, and Laura are talking, clearly there's people behind them who are watching this scene. Yeah, and you could tell they were probably like, "All right, no, just don't pay attention to them. You know, this is just for the show. <laughs> don't, don't even look." And like nobody listens, and it's just people gawking at them. The entire looks so unnatural. <laughs> I mean, he's a famous model, though. I guess right for that thirty minutes that he's been a model. Yeah, right, he's been a model for at yeah. least thirty minutes. Um. So they talk about how they're going to break up, which I think Stefan definitely comes back. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Gilbert chases Steve up the Eiffel Tower and then tries to throw him off. But then he gets hung over the edge and he falls. But Carl luckily has an Irk pad. So he transports Steve from like 50 feet up back yeah. to Chicago. I don't think that's quite how it works. Apparently the... <laughs> apparently the irk pad has the same physics as the ghost trap and ghostbusters yes right it can go very high yeah. up and it transports him back to right into myra's waiting arms right uh and then they have an awkward makeout sesh laura leaves says goodbye to stefan carl never checked him into the hotel which i thought was a great <laughs> That's a great a great bit very funny harriet's like you know what time do we have to actually check out it's like i didn't spend money on that shit we gotta go now right. before they find us very funny very <laughs> carl very on point with him uh i'm not spending any money on this yeah uh eddie says goodbye to his lady but he's sad because he can't stay and then they get beamed into the closet because myra puts the pad in there to clean up and for some reason puts in the closet so they all get beamed in the tiny closet why is myra dressed like a the french way, maid like a slutty french maid good very good question okay i, I have no idea so tacked on at the end of this don't know 
Yeah. There's so many other things going on in this episode that that was uh, just like a footnote. Yep. Like, okay. In, in the in strange world. Outfit. Right, right. What the hell? Let's never do this again. <laughs> First of all, let's never do this again. Second yep. of all, how do you then go back to regular Family Matters after this? It is after three parts of teleportation, clones, and all this other stuff. What is why is like Carl has a bunion in episode four? Right, gonna work ever? Right, like it's, Steve needs a date. I also can't imagine where it goes from here. If this how? is like the we still have all of season eight and most of season and all of season nine. Right, how? Are we gonna? Stevel, I think, happens in season eight. I'm pretty sure one of the Stevels happens in season yeah. eight, and yes. that's like par for the course for this. If this, is this all of season eight and nine is just this batshit sci-fi craziness? Yeah, it must be it, fucking weird. The man. invent, the weird invention of the week, right? Is this all? You know, I, I sent, I sent, I sent Ryan. I, I sent you the video of Key and yeah. Peele where oh they my are God, where they basically comment on this exact thing about how you know it, it's basically a joke about how like he, uh, uh, you know they they're all under the power of urkel you know <laughs> right and he's like controlling the show and makes it weirder and weirder and weirder and weirder but it was so <sighs> accurate based on what we just saw when carl comes in and he slams down the script and he's yeah. like <laughs> steve makes a machine that trans changes carl into a car and then he drives carl around <laughs> right. but he's a car what the fuck i'm he's a like, real actor i was yeah Die hard. Yeah, I was Henry the. I was like Richard the Third or something. Yeah, like that. right. I'm a real thespian here. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, it's it is very funny. Even the very guy who accurate. plays Steve is pretty funny. Yeah, right. He's like very mind good. control powers. Yeah, like from the Twilight Zone where oh, you control gosh. everybody. So funny. Yeah. That's where we're headed, I guess. Holy shit! I, I almost want to do now like season eight Family Matters post four this. episodes, right? Just to see. The Where next, are we? Like, what's going on in this? The next four episodes oh. of Family Matters after oh, this. Strange. The thumbnail for the next episode looks like Laura finds out she has cancer or something. <laughs> she's like all sweaty and looks oh. like she's crying. Oh, it, it was horrifying. Really? Oh, no. I wonder what yeah. the name of it is. Uh, let me check. Uh, Laura finds out she has cancer. Okay, oh, wow. Great. Well, you damn, really accurate. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, That's no. a turn. Right. I'm making that up. Laura's cancer uh, adventure. <laughs> Let's find out. Hold on. Yep. I'm making that up. Steve builds a Frankenstein. And... <laughs> uh, All right, here we go. Let's see. It's got to be something silly. Steve finds popularity among the technologically inclined. Laura makes a break and moves in with Myra. Oh, that's kind of fun. Episode mm. came out on my birthday. Nice. Wow. That oh, seems like a weird one. I kind of like the Laura Myra idea. That's fun. I could I could work with that. But again, yeah, except weird. Laura inevitably steals Steve from her. Yeah. Right. That's right. Right. Because they get married in space. <laughs> Spacemarriage.com. Oh gosh. Have you ever wanted to get married? In space? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm right. have sex. Have sex with the ghost on Mars. <laughs> JT's, all right, hold on. JT's Hawaiian JT's, Mars Resort. JT's new business model. Yeah. Just him with suspenders. Just like... 
Listen, Elon. There are no ghost laws on Mars. Yeah, the right. West not there. You can fuck whatever ghost you want. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like Westworld, but with right. ghosts on Mars. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we talked about... You- we talked about some trouble that JT has had in real life. I bet we could coax him back to acting with this with this pitch. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, he's back in. We need baby. you. Yeah. We need he's, you. He was coaching lacrosse and now he's fucking ghost on Mars. Right. Uh, I'll tell you a big missed opportunity in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, during that car chase, why do they not throw the portal behind them? Oh, and then yeah. the car gets teleported into the Winslow's living room. Yes. Well, and then we Steve know gets what, to we know say. What did ah, I do that when right. they teleport back at the end of the third episode? Because right. now there's just a car in the middle of the thing as a classic Family Matters gag. Mm-hmm. Missed opportunities. Yeah. Or budgetary restrictions. Or right. just trying to squat out as many of these episodes as possible. This really episode ready. could... Th- so this definitely could have been a two-parter. Oh, God, yes. Um, oh my I, God. I looked at it like I was scrubbing the, the yeah, fast forward right. and stuff at the third episode. By the time they were done with the recap, there was only 18 right. minutes left in the right. episode. And then right. that car chase took up like 10. Like yes. that, that lasted forever. They could have cut all of the fashion model stuff. Yep. They could have cut or or made it much, much shorter. Some I know it. that's they didn't need the, the soda pop and they point. probably yeah. didn't need like the, the uh, Eddie side story. Didn't need they definitely didn't need they the didn't Eddie need side story. He could have stayed at home with Myra. Every time right. he comes down the stairs, she's doing something weirder. Right. Yeah. Writes itself. Soft. Soft. Yeah, so this definitely could have been a two-parter. Mm. There was easily 20 minutes of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Speaking of 20 minutes of bullshit, we got 22 minutes of bullshit here. Full House, season oh, three. Fuck you. Fuck. God damn it. Tanner's Island. Danny the invites fuck? the whole family to Hawaii where they're stranded on an island. Oh, my God. <sighs> Jesus. Look, Mr. Bear. Orange thing. You chase him first. Three episodes of Family Matters or one 22 minutes section of Full House. We're going to find out. Wowzers. We are going to find out. Surprise, uh, Joey and uh, Jesse. It's the anniversary of you being trapped taking care of my kids. (laughs) Let's celebrate your indentured servitude. Celebrate that fact that you can't have lives of your own by going to Hawaii. Uh, And then one of the girls says, Hawaii, I love their punch. Get fucked. <laughs> Give credit to where it's due. That was a Stephanie line. <laughs> she improv that. <laughs> There's no way. Stephanie was horrendous on this episode, more so than usual. Real, real annoying. Jesse wants to go see all the Elvis movie spots. Okay, fair. Uh, some weird. Hawaiian hula dancer lady is staring at Joey. So we get this gag again. Was she alive here, then died, and then showed herself to JT? <gasps> Maybe Joey killed her. 
Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Fuck. Mr. Woodchuck the whole time. We never right. saw what happened to her when they started singing. She was just gone. Right. Shit. Oh, I forgot about the end of this episode. <laughs> Although, if she broke up with... Uh, if she broke up with Joey, she probably put out a good album. I mean, that seems yeah. to be his MO. Right. True. True. I'm going to say something very strange here. <laughs> Stranger than everything that fucking... happened? <laughs> yeah. When, uh, this is this is a weird one. I shouldn't. I should keep this to myself. <laughs> Go for when it. Joey looked up and saw that girl, and then the camera panned back to Joey, I thought to myself, "Oh, you know what? Joey looks pretty handsome right there." <laughs> okay, so you saw the connection. Yeah, right, right. I don't know what it was because he looks like a chode like all the fucking all time. The time. Looks, yeah, but okay. for some strange reason in that scene, I was like, you know what? Joey might be able to pull that girl. Right. right. <laughs> Joey, you got this. You know what? In the right situation, <laughs> good lighting. Good lighting yeah, in that right. one. No, it was like Hawaii really works for Joey. <laughs> Hawaii works for Joey. That's the only uh... place he can score is specifically in Hawaii. Oh god, that's not one of the weirdest things you've said. I feel no, like. not even not, not even, even top ten no, of weirdest. God no. <laughs> that is that is both. <laughs> That is both comforting and concerning. <laughs> I think I'm living a different life than yeah. I realize. You just talked about looking out the back window naked with your robe open. That's just life, dude. That's not weird. That's just experiencing everything. Like this embracing life at its fullest right there. Okay. All right. Today. Danny has every minute planned. He's got a Mr. Fun clip clipboard of fun. So the, yes. I kind of like that because once that ties into the Disney episode later on. Right. That was one of the funnier parts of the Disney episode. Right, so his clipboard of fun. Yeah. Put that in a positive check column there. Joey, everybody has to do everything together, which makes no sense. So, of course, we see Joey plays golf by himself. Hmm. But then everybody watches from the golf cart, which is really weird. We talk about the men. Oh, I thought that was funny. I thought that was a good joke. Okay. When he turns around, he's like, does anybody else want to play golf? And they're all, they're all crammed in that golf cart and right. say, no, that works for me. That's a good okay. joke. Oh, we forgot okay. to mention that uh, Aunt Becky is here too, although she's not Aunt Becky yet. Yeah, right. not yet. Right. Not yet. Because that's Mrs. important. This is soon to be Aunt Becky. Yeah. Right. Uh, the Menehunes. You want to talk about these guys? Go ahead. Talk about this the many hoonies. This is decidedly made up, right? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. I don't know. They're like, oh. Stephanie, there's leprechauns on Hawaii. They right. grant wishes. And they're also, pretty racially charged. Yes, I'm about to say, I'm glad we're talking about this. Might we Hawaiian are leprechaun all right. like. teetering on that racial line right there. We're Even very close to going over the edge. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if we do or not. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Maybe now, uh, I, I mean, I will say to an extent that like Hawaiians do lean into some perceptions of what Hawaiians might be like the islander, right? Right, like tourism is its main export as a state, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. they're basically just dancing for white people, that's their entire <laughs> profession. I mean, you know, like that's what I did, yeah, that's that's how uh, I pay my bills. So, like, <sighs> that could be a real thing. I don't know. I doubt it. I mean, we could well, look like, it up right now, but I don't want to when I was there. Yeah. I don't want to know. Many Hunes uh, are the legendary people that Grant wishes two little kids. Hmm. Perfect. 
everyone swim this up this, what is this a thing i don't know i don't want to know okay well i won't I be left it, in the dark. It up. all right i'm happy in my ignorance yeah right exactly so i spent too much time on this full house episode already yeah right uh jesse manhandles a killer whale oh god fights a killer whale or Jesus rides Christ. it beats the hell out of this whale uh why he does ru- this show think I want to watch home videos? Of right. I don't Thank know? you. Jesus Christ. We're just I mean, watching somebody literally with- uh, babies in boxes and yeah. girls riding dolphins. It's just, no one gives a fucking shit about this. Watching just, somebody witter away their afternoon. That's all. That's all yes. we're doing in all these episodes. So we see the girls swim with dolphins and I'm pretty sure this is not acting. They're just having yeah. fun. Right. With the dolphins. They're like, right. Here, here actresses ride they're, these dolphins. They're know? smiling what? and having fun, which one is of them cool, but... might be suicidal. We don't know. We got to talk to it. Oh. Ask yeah. Dana. Do we know? <laughs> Do we know if they're suicidal dolphins? I mean, uh, they literally tried to jump out of the water. So, yeah. right. They would rather, <laughs> they'd rather die of asphyxiation than they be involved were... in full house. Oh God. We can't be on this show. Everyone else also swims with dolphins. Uh, Jesse goes on his Elvis tour with everybody else. Of course. The girls, uh, the girl, same girl, hula dancing girl, rides by. Joey jumps off of a boat on the Elvis tour and tries to swim to get to her. Doesn't even get very far and she's disappeared. Ghost. 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 Uh, now they go out on their own boat to go to some island and have a picnic oh. and go to like a, and this is where it gets really good. Oh. They're going to have a picnic and go to like a show. And then they have a map. So Danny's the skipper and he, he has a map Jesus and he's, he's sailing to a, a potato chip that was left on the map. Bye. By Michelle or Joey? I forget. No, it was Michelle. By Michelle. Okay. Michelle leaves a potato chip on the map. He inadvertently sails toward a potato ship crumb and they're going and they're lost going to the wrong island. So naturally they get off at the island and then they forget to tie the boat up correctly and the boat goes adrift and now they're stuck. (laughs) And then we get all the Gilligan's Island jokes you can get. Yeah. Yeah. None Mm -hmm. of which are any good. Uh, are we in trouble? No, we're not in trouble. We're just fucking stranded on a desert island with no money or with no food. Uh, I did like this where they throw the clipboard of fun into the ocean and it keeps floating back. Yeah, that was fine. That was that was that ours. And they're like, boat, really? It, but clipboard of fun keeps coming back. And it, yeah, it literally keeps coming back no matter what they're doing. I think at one point they're fishing and the, the clipboard gets caught on yes, the fishing line. Yes. Uh, Joey sees the lady in the water, but then he dives to grab her. Just a little bit of a weird <laughs> reaction when you see a beautiful woman. Let me grab it. He got too caught up in that good light. Right. Uh, <laughs> he dives. Too much confidence now. No, 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 no. You still have to ask for permission. He dives and then she disappears and then he smashes into the ground. Good. Jesse and Becky find a hot waterfall and they argue so much about Elvis Presley and how she doesn't like him. That they jump off the cliff and then land in the water and keep arguing. And die. And die. Nope. Not dead yet. Stephanie finds Amenahune. Then runs back and says they're they're here. And everyone's like, that's not real. Stop talking about that. What we're all why wouldn't if why wouldn't they wish for something? Right. Wish to get off the fucking island. Right. 
even if a 10 year old who said like, Hey, there's another person here. You would investigate that. If you're stranded on a desert Island, you might go try to find that. Yeah. They say we're all doomed. Yep. Also like this. I know this is a lot to say, saying you like it, but there's a couple of things in here. I liked Danny sweeps the Island with a uh, tree broom that he fastened because the Island's filthy. This was kind of funny. Uh, They see a plane. Everyone starts arguing when the plane flies away and they, they're not going to be saved. DJ stops everyone and gives the, she gives the family pep talk of the episode saying like, let's act like real people and make this Island rad. (laughs) Oh my God. They build a shelter. They drink coconut milk. They find more Minahunes. And they're actually on the correct island of Pua after all. Everything's fine. So they go and dance on Did stage. Did they not walk six fucking feet into the forest? <laughs> How do you not hear this, this going on, this concert going on <sighs> on one side of the island? What the fuck is this? Well, they get involved in the show. They have of to course. go on stage of and course. dance. Are the Beach course. Boys there? Just let them on the stage. Yep. Hey, we found these people wandering through the woods. Right. Well, let's give them a microphone. <laughs> they also say, like, the fake Minahunes people, they're like, oh, you scared us. And he's like, oh, yeah, we do that. We just scare foreigners. Just fucking peters out like a dying rat this entire Joey, Joey finds his hula dance lady, and they dance with uh. each other on stage. There's a microphone, so uh, Becky told the band to play Elvis because that's the re- resolution of She Hates Elvis. Uh, so he yeah, gets to just, sing. Listen to me. As a person who ran a karaoke thing, whenever a drunk lady walks up to you and insists you play something, you don't do it. <laughs> no. You just say no. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, lady. This is a pre-recorded thing. We practice and shit. Yeah. These, these people in front of you, they paid to see a thing that wasn't your idiot boyfriend singing an Elvis song. <laughs> your idiot boyfriend. Oh, uh, you were saying like I thought you were gonna just tell her like a drunk girl who comes up to you and, like I'm actually recording. Speak at the beep. Beep. <laughs> oh, um, I like to request "Zombie" by the Cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> that is a throwback right there. <laughs> that is a throwback joke to like episode two or something like that. <laughs> oh god uh jesse of course he sings rock yeah. and then there's a three second northwest airlines and turtle bay commercial at the end of the episode so this episode's really like 20 minutes of shit and then a turtle bay commercial at the end uh, ah! was it any better than a three-part family matters boy uh, it's they tough. Are, I'll tell you what with each other. Tough. I, I legitimately didn't realize this was only a one episode. Show. This is a one-er. This is I a thought one. this was a two-parter. Like one. it feels like a two-parter. Yeah, a right. lot it, happens, but nothing happens. Sure. They do a lot of stuff. It, right. I can't. I can't get over the ending where nothing happens. Like it just they're they're on an island and then no, never mind. We're on the right island and that's it. And then they dance. What would you do if you were stranded and then you found a stage show? I'd be happy because I never have to watch Full House again. 
Oh, this man. sucked. I'll, there was a there was a very specific moment that like really rubbed me the wrong way, and uh, this goes back to a larger reason why I hate this fucking show. So this is towards the end, right before DJ gives her "Let's make it rad" speech. Uh, make the island rad. Make it rad. And so like Jesse and Aunt Becky have been arguing over. Jesse loves Elvis. He loves Aunt Elvis. Becky's she tired care. of hearing about Elvis. Mm-hmm. And she looks up to him and sort of gives him like this little smirk and makes like a playful joke about making like an Elvis hut or something. Oh, right, right, right. And as I watched that scene, I was like, okay, they made up. She knows she was, you know, she understands Jesse and she's like, you know, doing a little playful ribbing. And that's how it was shot because it was, it was shot in a sort of a whimsical way. Right. Mm. And then they immediately start fighting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, okay, no, I guess they're still sour about this. And then about eight seconds later, the exact same shot, the exact same smirk, joke about Elvis. And now they're like, oh, Aunt Becky, you're so funny. You made a great joke about Elvis. Now we're all good. It's like, how the fuck was I supposed to know the difference between those two scenes where one is still says they're fighting and one means they've made up. And they're the same. And they're the same. And it's infuriating. And that's the problem I have with the show. It is poorly made. Mm -hmm. Like the timing is wrong. Like, you know, the, like uh, Dave Coulier will make a joke and it's like a, it's like an okay joke. And then the camera will just linger on him. Mm-hmm. You know, like comedy is quick. When you make a joke, cut away. Yeah. Cut to another mm-hmm. joke or cut to something meaningful or cut to another scene. Uncle Joey makes a joke. And then we look at Michelle's stupid face. <laughs> and then we go back to Joey. And then it cuts away. And now they're riding some fucking dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. It is. I mean, it's just literally a poorly made uh, show. And you can't the, the even... The jokes are bad. The scripts are bad. The editing's bad. Right. You oh. can't even make the... It's very heavy-handed. Everything the show does, they spell it out for you and hit you over the head with it over and over and over. There's no subtlety. And you can't even argue that, okay, well, maybe it's not, that's not the market they were going for, the, the audience they were going for, because the TJF audience had Perfect Strangers, where they were able to do, like, mm. really funny you know obviously it is right. it's more physical comedy but like we talked remember that at one episode with the uh when they were fixing the the shower you know and sure. what is this part for it's an extra part and then it's yeah. like the, the subtlety of that and then moving on was very well done so it's greg you're right it's just ho- horrible acting horrible writing over and over and over and over again and it drives me nuts right and i and that's and like the, what i'm really trying to drive home here is that it's not just what you like the the script mm. the script's terrible yeah but it is so it is poorly directed yeah like, right like the whoever's directing this didn't have the wherewithal to shoot that aunt becky scene in two different ways they probably had the camera set up and they said okay do your first line okay do your second line <laughs> and then that was it got it yeah, we got it right got it cool i I just can't get over it. Yep. It's a, you know, like I can, I could, there's a place for cheesy kid friendly sitcoms. Of course. And I don't, you know, we watch plenty of them, like you said, Mark. But this is just 
this feels like no one's trying. Like, I feel insulted that they're presenting this to me as a television show. This was the first episode of season three, and it's already this horrible. Right. It's, it's quick. It's early. <laughs> and you're right about them hammering the joke home. So, like, yeah, they're, 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 boating, they're boating to a potato chip. Uh, okay. You know, that's like, that's a, that's a funny joke, I suppose. Like, oh, Danny thinks he knows everything, but really he does, can't even tell the difference between a grease stain and mm-hmm. an island on the map. Okay, whatever. Uh, joke achieved. Uh, C minus, whatever. <laughs> and then four seconds later, Michelle dumps uh, all the potato chips on the map. Right. And they treat it now like they can't just dis- have, there's no capability to discern the difference between a potato chip and an island on the map. Just wipe the fucking potato chips off, you idiots. <laughs> Just throw Michelle overboard, you idiots. <laughs> you know, like, you know your, the mistake you made. <sighs> now you know what to do. Yeah. And now they're like, we're totally doomed. There's potato <laughs> chips everywhere. We can't turn back. Yeah, right. What are yeah. we going to do? We can't follow the map because there's potato chips out there now. I was hoping for a Lord of the Flies Tanner situation, but we never got it. <laughs> Cannibalism, you said. Right. Yeah, right. Quickly resorting to it. Who gets eaten first? Stephanie. (laughs) Stephanie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Even talk enough about her. They don't even draw straws. You're you're out first. She just assumed she's the first one to get eaten. Uh, I was thinking Joey because he's got a little more meat on the bone, but Greg, he changed my mind. He's looking so good. Mm Got to keep him around. All right, are we ready to get this? Uh, wash wash the taste out of our mouth. Yeah, are we ready to wash it clean with Perfect Strangers Season 5, Episode 16, Nightmare Vacation. Larry and Balky take their girlfriends on a trip to paradise, but it turns out to be their worst nightmare. Going to be fine. These tropical storms pass quickly. They blow, and then they're gone. <laughs> Greg, can you give us a quick synopsis of uh, Larry's vacations and how he oh. constantly is ruining things for everybody now, we, when they go on vacation? We've seen one on the show. We've seen one. What did we see? We saw the one where they were at the uh, the uh, snow lodge and they got the avalanche. Right, right, right. The snow lodge, yes. That's a good one. Um, without saw... spoiling it too much, because I think we're still going to do it soonish. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a two-part camping episode, right? which is excellent. Like a top 10, maybe that top 15 ish episode, maybe top 10. Is the Los Angeles trip a vacation that's ruined because of all the stuff that goes on? Yeah, it's a work, but everybody else goes on vacation. Everyone else is vacation. Go with that. Yeah, right. Technically, one. Yep. There's a trip to the Big Apple that they're taking. They don't actually go to New York. Okay. But they're hijinks ensue on the airplane. Mm-hmm. Mm. Although I will, uh, here's the thing: the hijinks for that one, Balky's fault, not Larry's. So I'm not going to count it. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. That that might be all I can think of off the top of my head. Well, what I like is in this episode, Jennifer will reference other vacations that they've gone on that aren't episodes. 
that apparently happened off camera um, <laughs> that also sound like he has issues sometimes planning correctly. Uh, he says, we begin with uh, Larry saying, I've planned out a vacation. And Valky says, the girls, their girls aren't going. They don't, they don't want to go. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I've planned the whole thing. They're not going. If you planned it, they're not going. In the past, these trips were life-threatening. And I think this time, we're going to be okay, says Larry. <laughs> and Jennifer says, I still don't have my luggage back from the last trip. <laughs> uh, and then Balky tries to convince them, like, he's worked really hard on this. It's going to be fun. You know, he all he wants to do is a good job. Give him a break. And she and Jennifer, this is incredible. She goes, when his intentions are good, that's when he becomes the most dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, by the way, if we were going to give an MVP oh, out for this this episode, shining light, she would one hundred percent win because she is very much aware of what happens on the show, which I like. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, they're going to go to Club Paradise in the Gulf of Mexico. Sounds well, that nice. Sounds fun. Give it a chance, cousin. They're going to say yes. Uh, so finally, they agree that they're going to go. How hard can it be to go to a beach and stay in a hotel? How hard can that be? Well, they start by arriving in a mule cart to the hotel, driven by this guy, who then takes off the stuff, and he's the hotel manager as well. That's funny. Uh, and Valky's excited to be there. He's still pretending to be excited. And he's like, oh, this place is uh, lovely. It's decayed elegance. Valky <laughs> <laughs> wears a cutoff shirt, which is incredible. Oh, yeah. It's like a, a Hawaiian cutoff vacation shirt. Very bold. Um Mac is the guy who does the mule carts and is the hotel manager and a million other things. Mm -hmm. He shows them to their rooms, which is a good bit where they walk into separate doors, but it's the same room. And Palky yeah. doesn't understand what's happening. And he goes, God, these walls are so thin. Yeah, I can, I can hear the girls right yeah. through them. That's right. I can hear the girls next door. You think they know we're looking at them? And he makes faces. Everybody else stone faced. Yeah. That's the thing that's so I don't know how. Nobody's laughing at all Bronson Pincho's faces that he's making. Uh then they argue, well, you're you're in our room, or you're in our room. Well, let's go check. And then they storm out separate doors. Larry calls down to Mac and is like, We paid for two rooms. We have one room and one bed. And he said, All right bad news there's two more rooms but one is flooded and the other's filled with snakes <laughs> good options balky <laughs> says uh snakes we should go for that one yeah right yeah you can never have too many good snakes balky tries to talk sense into larry and being like look you screwed up so much the girls hate it let's just leave and they're like, no, no, no. Let's look at, let's check, let's check out the whole room. And they go into the bathroom and the girls scream. They come running out. Larry's like, ha, ha, ha. it's probably some small bug, you know, cocky, yeah. cocky Larry grabs a paper, rolls it up, walks into the bathroom all, you know, tough guy. And then he screams 
he comes running out and says it's either a spider or harry volkswagen in there either way i'm not killing it <laughs> uh just the confident walk yeah right very right. false confidence is the best um the boys start slapping each other slap fighting each other i love when they fight i know it's so uh, funny <laughs> max says he's gonna spray for bugs when they're back in the lobby and the girl's like no let's get the fuck out of here and larry finally agrees like all right when's the next plane and max says it's tomorrow morning so i'm like all right well the least we could do is just go to a restaurant can you point us to the the closest restaurant <laughs> and he's like it's here and he folds out the transforming the uh the hotel lobby into a restaurant and they're like no and who's the chef well it's me mac so mac <laughs> is now like eight jobs at this place and they're like no we want to go to a real restaurant all the other ones closed they couldn't hack the business anymore because nobody wants to go to this island paradise island so they're like all right whatever we'll just eat here and then he brings out drinks and Larry starts being like, okay, the drinks are pretty good. You know, this mm-hmm. is going to be, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. And then Jennifer says, put a sock in it already, Larry. Just stop. She just screams at him. Uh, and then Balky says, let me tell you the story about the most pig-headed pig farmer of all time, Oinky. Because of his stubbornness, he spent all his days alone. <laughs> Larry's like, all right. You're right. This is a vacation from hell. Well, let's just go to bed and then we'll wake up in the morning and, you know, we'll leave. But a hurricane blows in <laughs> and they decide, decide to go up to their room and we get the great physical comedy bits of the windows blowing open and everybody falling over into the, the yep. couch. Always A plus with the show. Always Larry very funny. Yeah. Tries to crawl his way, you know fight his way to the window shade he closes it and then it bursts back open and shoots him so he is horizontal now holding on to the door yep the door frame like getting blown away all the furniture's gone they do such a great job with like practical effects on this show yeah i I just mentioned like when they were you know fixing the shower in that one episode and all the cool little you know the 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 effects that they use this was great too they're just basically like you're saying like horizontal um blowing in the wind it just looks it looks so great looks so much i love that you can just see the strings attached to their belts right but it doesn't matter even a little bit no it's still great like i think you know, this is definitely the old man in me, but this is if if they were CGI'd in the air, like if this was Jon Snow getting oh, right. pulled by a fucking dragon, yeah. it would mean it would mean just as much to me as this. You know, who cares if I can see the wires? It's funny and it works, right? You, and you can only see the wires because of the way we watch stuff, like like you yeah. were saying before, um, right? Yeah, your movie right. idea. We're watching this on a huge screen. Right, our 1980s, 480i. Right, we're getting better clarity than ever. Maybe you're probably not seeing these wires if you're watching on that 13-inch TV. Right. Uh, There's a funny interaction between all of them when they talk about uh, how they're not going to make it. And Balky says, "If I die, uh, to Marianne, I want you to have all my clothes, or I'm sorry, I want you to have all my Wayne Newton albums." Then Marianne just calmly turns to Jennifer and says, if I die, 
take all my clothes and all Balky's Wayne Newton albums. <laughs> Mary Ann. <laughs> you know what like i said in another another episode she kind of bats a thousand every every line they give her is pretty funny she's good yeah jennifer says if i die i'm taking you with me <laughs> and they get blown into the mattress and they sandwiched between two mattresses when they try to close the window with a mattress then they try to go to the bathroom and the bathroom's been completely destroyed but the toilet's there just spurting water out yay then they all walk together. That was great. When they all do, they hold on to each other and all walk together to try, try to close the window. Uh, and they say, good news, the spider's gone. And then they get blown horizontal. And Larry, Balky tries to save him and he grabs on and then they're both horizontal, yep. which is very funny. Then the entire wall falls off behind the bed. And then it's back to Chicago. Larry's miserable because everything got screwed up. Balky's happy. And he goes, you know what the best thing about your vacations are? Coming home alive. (laughs) (laughs) And then Larry says, I'm taking a vacation from planning vacations. And Balky says, I got you a souvenir. And he puts a bag on the table and the bag starts to move. Yeah. And it's obviously the spider that he has taken back from Club Paradise. Very funny. Very funny. I love the perfect stranger episode. It's well, this is this is gonna be funny because we were literally just chastising Full House for this. But (laughs) but perfect stranger (laughs) episodes just they just end like they're in the middle of a hurricane and then they're home and they're like, sure glad we got out of that hurricane. (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe that. Woo! Right. Like there's one where they're trapped on a billboard and they're like, sure glad we got off that billboard. (laughs) Like it just ends. It's like a bit now. Yeah, it's like, all right, we were saved. That was great. Glad that helicopter uh, came by. Yep. Oh, my God. I don't know. It works different for this because this is like, I think, just a better written show. Yeah. So it gives them so much more leeway with that. Uh, it was a good one. I don't know if it's if it's their best, but it's good. I like this I one say. a lot. Yeah. But I like that it's just like, you know, we go back to it. There's so many practical effects. Like, it's yeah. them letting, it lets them be real physical. Yeah. Um. And I think the show works very well when they can when they can do that. I think I'm, I, what I really like about the show is getting Marianne and Jennifer some like kind of more stuff to do. Kind of you know we saw them when they mm. were making the um the, the the dessert you know and they were pretty funny in that. But this one just them being very self aware of what their boyfriends are. I yes. think is very funny to me. Yes, I love it too. Yeah. Right. Which All is right. good. Uh, you know, like so many sitcoms, they just ignore. Yeah. Right what happened how people are it's yeah like, no, right you're, you're married you've been together yeah. for so long like you would know yeah like i know your yeah. shit mark like oh, yeah. i know when you're pulling some sh- pulling some stuff on me mm-hmm. some shenanigans <laughs> yeah i like though with like it, you know jennifer it, we we did a thanksgiving episode and that was later than this in in you know right. chronologically and it's very similar though like her she acts very similar around around larry where she's like what are you trying to do now like, don't do this. Yeah, All right, we stop. just got this house. Please, for the love of God, don't bring turkeys in here. <laughs> <laughs> we live together. Yeah. yeah. That's like always it. funny to me. Yeah. All right, before we get out of here and rank these and come up with the next episode, do you want to give me any uh, vacation faux pas stories or vacation things that have happened to you? Nightmare vacations or... Uh, Oh, I'm sure. I'll tell you, uh, since we're on the topic of Hawaii, I'll tell you a mistake I made. Okay. Ooh. 
So like California and Hawaii are very similar to me in my, in my mind. So when I went to Hawaii and this was, this was literally right when COVID started. Mm. Um, so February of yep. 2020, 2020. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we got to Hawaii beautiful sunny you know sunny with palm trees all this stuff and i'm like this is fucking this is like hot rod weather mm-hmm. so mm. we got to the rental place and i was like i want something dope so i rented a dodge charger convertible oh wow okay and okay. i'm like this, it's got i'm like this got some muscle i'm like you know we're uh, open air highways we're gonna we're gonna fucking go on this beautiful car and this beautiful island. Hmm. So here's the thing: Hawaii, tiniest fucking roads on the planet, <laughs> and that car was massive. And at one point, we're trying to get up to like a botanical gardens that's on the top of a mountain, and I was one thousand percent sure. I was going to crash this rental car into a, like off a, off a hill. Right. I'm not even kidding. It was oh my God. quite literally the most stressful like hour of my life trying to get up that mountain in this Dodge charger. <laughs> and then we got up there and there was like one parking space and it's like, it's like six inches <laughs> wide. It was, it was a nightmare. So oh. my my advice to you, if you go to Hawaii, get the tiniest car that they have available. <laughs> Mini Coopers. Mini Coopers yeah. for days. Yeah. Smart cars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cares if you look like a nerd, you can actually go to places. You can check out this botanical garden <laughs> with yeah. the proper car. But you could have oh. driven to Good the advice. top of a volcano if you wanted to in that car. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Dodge Charger. Right. Sort of I mean, an off-road. Bathrobe flapping in the wind. Yeah, yeah. right. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know if we can top that. I don't no. know if you got one, Mark. I don't. I don't know if I could. I mean, that. I don't know if I, I've I've told this story here, and I may have, and I apologize if I did. But I was visiting South Carolina, and South Carolina, the city of Charleston, is beautiful. It's one of my favorite places to go. I absolutely love Charleston. Every other place outside of Charleston, maybe even Myrtle Beach, which is more touristy, is fucking dismal and i'm sorry if anyone who's listening lives there it's just a shithole uh it's like you know we, we live near albany and it's basically a 105 degree albany it's just <laughs> uh, there's nothing nice to look at it's just uh, concrete and gross uh with a splash of racism and so when we're so big splash I, and this was like kind of the gps was around but i didn't quite ha- i think you had to buy like the standalone gps it definitely wasn't available on your phone and I take a wrong exit when we're down there. And I'm in the backwoods mm. of South Carolina at this point. And I go down this exit and I see this sign off this exit. I'm, I'm on a dirt road at this point, And it just says, welcome to Pringletown. And mm. Pringletown, I had to pull off and it was a mm. gas station. And this is out of Dukes of Hazard. Like it is a, it, the, it had the same welcome to Pringletown. The R was backwards. It was hand painted on this wooden sign. This gas station had like, you know, actual gas from like 1950s, like those type of pumps. Mm. And there was a cop on the front of his car sunbathing. Like with one of those those silver things that reflect Holy the lights, shirtless, shit. reflecting this. And he got up and all he's wearing is the aviators. And he just kind of flips them up and looks at me. <laughs> and I get back in the car. And I'm like, well, I don't know what we're doing, but we're not staying here. <laughs> like, like this, oh. is, this is not comfortable right now. We will now. coast to the next town to get gas. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> 
So oh, wow. moral is, and you know, the funny thing is actually, I was just talking about this over dinner, you know, the GPS kind of ruined those accidental discoveries yeah. Like with, with the GPS, you know, always where you are. You're just, you know, even if you make a wrong turn, it'll just tell you where to go. So there is something about going on vacation and ending up in those kind of like strange situations that just doesn't exist anymore. Um, so hmm. I was glad I wasn't raped, but it was, it was, it was a good, good, good experience. <laughs> so, <laughs> good experience to tell you guys. What about you, Ryan? Uh, I, it's not a complete nightmare trip, but uh, we dr- decided to drive to Georgia to a family reunion, and uh, before in twenty summer of twenty nineteen, I think, with a four year old who was potty training. Oh God! So we had to stop like every twenty five minutes. It was yeah. brutal. Yeah, it took like nineteen hours to get down there, and uh, and we split the trip in half too, and it was still a million hours to get down there. But, uh, you know, we were doing good. We were making, making our rest stops, you know, you know, we're all right mm-hmm. on time. And we get to this one, we get a call from the back seat. My son's like, I gotta go. I gotta go. All right. All right, cool. We'll pull off somewhere in Carolina. We pull off, get to a rest stop. There's like 18 people in line to pee in front of us, bro. I'm like, yeah, we cannot wait. We gotta go. Was it Pringletown? <laughs> It might have been Pringletown. It was a gas station. The bathrooms are outside the gas station. So we get, everybody lets us in front. I'm like, all right, good. We're good. We get to the urinals. It's two urinals. Beautiful. So we're both going to, you know, we go, yeah, both yeah. go pee. I'm doing my thing. I look over. My son has got his face down in the urinal and he's got the, you know, the green cake. Oh my God. Smelly thing, and he's holding it and he's like, Hey, Dad! Oh no! What's this? <laughs> Put it down! God. Oh my God! Put it down! What are you doing? <laughs> All right, it's time to rank them. Top five episodes of vacations. Number five is man. Oh, yeah, I'll be. I'll admit it took me. I was tough. <sighs> took longer than usual. Really longer than usual because I I really didn't like that Family Matters saga. We tortured uh, but, ourselves with but that. fucking Full House. I'm just I'm never angrier when I'm than when I'm watching Full House. I just hate it. I mean, I legitimately I just cannot yeah. stand this fucking show. I agree. Insulting. Full House. I'm an yeah. adult. It's really close, though. Would you like I to mean, watch normally... this home video for 20 minutes? Oh God! If it was. It's Family like matters. when somebody describes a dream to you. Oh, <laughs> it's like, who cares? Uh, it's a dream. Right. Stop. Just was I in it? it? No? Okay. Even no? if I was, right. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Number four. Family Matters. Take aside from the wacky science fiction, which still bad. Mm. I don't love. This might have been one good episode. Yeah, right. Maybe so um, loaded, but but the fact that it was three is just mm. horrific. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's that like a chase. five minute catwalk scene. Yeah. Every so long. episode had something that just filled it, and just like that that car chase pissed me off. It's funny because once again, Perfect Strangers did a car chase, and I was really into it. Yeah, it was this insane. I just wanted to end. It was I was so angry checking this one out. Ugh. Right. Okay, we agree there. Yeah. Number three, stuff. I'm yeah, gonna say dinosaurs. Ooh, good jokes. A little bit boring of an episode. Okay, like, and it all and another episode that just sort of ends. Mm. Yeah, 
Right. Sure. Mark, what do you got for three? I'm going to say step by step. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it in a second, but like it, it definitely wasn't the dinosaur's best episode, but the step-by-step, step, once again, it, we talk about kind of being bloated. Like we mm. didn't need the Mark stuff. Uh, everything in dinosaurs at least was succinct and had to deal with like a main storyline. There is so much other here that was just added in to just be a commercial uh, for this really nice hotel. Yeah. Uh, so just because of that, I was just wasn't as into it as I was dinosaurs. So was what I will say, and like, this is this is like the romantic in me <laughs> um i always i legitimately feel that like fantastical things can happen when you're on a va- on vacation mm. in like mm. somewhere like somewhere like hawaii not you know akron ohio you know <laughs> like if you take a if you take a trip to kansas city nothing magical is happening there no but like if you're like in France, if you're in Hawaii, if you know, like that type of place, as weird as this sounds, the idea of like Dana meeting someone and like falling in love that like, I feel like that's like a hopeful vacation thing. So like Mm. in a very strange way, Mm. the step-by-step vacation felt the most realistic to me. Yeah, I know. I, I get what you're saying. I, I, I do think like, you're right. I want to touch on this real quick about Dana here. I like that we got to see a little bit more of her character develop because once again, this was this was early, right? I mean, this was this was an Season early two. Yeah. So I mean, like we only saw Dana. Even I said at the beginning of the thing, like I didn't even really remember her being like such a bookworm. But it's nice that we got like, oh, she's actually just a human, and she's like, you know, there, there's more to her than just like this one dimensional yeah. character. She's the most normal on that show. She's yeah, just a right. book smart girl. Like, right. Yeah. She didn't have time for strange, anyone else's shit. Yeah. She's she's a straight man of the show. With, yeah, she didn't want to deal with Frank's bullshit. And, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what it is, but just like step oh, by step enough. caught me in what I feel when I'm on a vacation. Yeah. Like you never know what you're gonna find. You yeah. might hunt for buried treasure. You might hunt for buried treasure. Yeah. I you might know. take a helicopter like, ride and barf. I just like that idea of like meeting somebody right. on vacation. And like can... I've taken cruises, you know, when I was a teenager or whatever, and that kind of happened. Like I just you sure. meet you meet a cute girl on a cruise and sure. like you hang out for a few days, and that's kind of the end of it. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, there's just something about that step by step episode that felt the most like a family vacation. Yeah. I agree. I you could. You can meet a ghost and, and fuck her. I mean, yeah. fuck her right to the moon. <laughs> right. To Mars. Right to Mars, right? Fuck her right to Mars. You can create a business of ghost right. fucking in Mars. <laughs> That's right. The magic, the magic of Hawaii. Yeah, right. The magic of Disney. <laughs> in Hawaii. Aloha. Together. I'm uh, JT Disney. JT Disney. Oh God. I'm Billy Website. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i stole your bit there uh my number three is step by step as well okay just two parts you know the the, the jt as it. funny as the jt jokes we make are his parts weren't as good no you're right uh number two for me is dinosaurs i mean it once again i tell you yeah no it's not the best episode of dinosaurs but Earl is just on point. He's so yeah. funny. I, I like 
his his dis, it, it reminded me of Al Bundy a little bit. His distaste of his own kids is yes. very funny at times. Yes. So, um, you know, like that was really good, and like the, the, them finding the body and not knowing what to do with it at the beginning, like got me like right in the mood. Like right off the bat, I was I was laughing. So, um, right. any, anything with Richfield, and he was, I, I definitely I get definitely get what you're talking about. It's yeah. just like to me the the. the just like i think the jokes were insane i think opening the refrigerator and getting told that you're getting charged for it i like the rocket ride that's just a box getting knocked over like those are insane jokes but they don't really make the episode for me sure sure Mm. no i get it i get it okay so yeah my Uh, number two step by step for the reason i said my number two is perfect strangers i love that dinosaurs episode i don't know if it's just because i watched it last but man, I was laughing at that. And I was like, this is legitimately getting me like, I laugh at Perfect Strangers, but it like, you know, like, the, uh, uh, you know, like, okay, this is funny. I know this is funny. But yeah. dinosaurs legitimately had me laughing. So I'm putting it number one. Wowzers. There you go. I, I, I mean, that's fine. I can't. <laughs> I, 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 I like, I don't know. I, had... I love it too much. I, jokes always win for me, I guess, even yeah. over story on this show. So I'm fitting. They had the best jokes. Good. We had too much agreement over the last couple episodes. I like this. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, my number one, Perfect Strangers. Uh, I think I love, I love, surprise. Shocker. Yeah, I'm going to shock Even though it's great. My number one, Handsome Joey. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Coming in hot. Joey and Good Life. 20 minutes of Uh, Handsome Joey. Yeah. Handsome Um, Joey. I just, I love Perfect Strangers so much. I love these characters. It's great. I like great. the I like Jennifer's awareness. I like yes. that oh, none that of them are here for Larry's shit. Yeah. Um, I love the practical effects. Mm-hmm. I love the physicality. Um, I mean, those are just my favorite things about Perfect Strangers. I love when they get into fights. Like their yeah. slap fights are just the best. Um, yeah, the, I just, like the the whole cast doing physical comedy. Yeah, together I really enjoyed great. that. Okay. Yeah, that means you also agree, Mark, right? I do, and, and you know, I talked about I like having Jennifer and Marianne have more to do in this episode. We were just talking about the physical comedy part. I also like that they set it up. You know, you, Greg, you mentioned about like step by step felt the most like authentic vacation episode, and I, I, I guess I would agree with that. It's that was the most like based in reality vacation I can possibly think of out of all these shows. I like though that in this one they spend the entire time saying like building up like this is probably going to be the worst vacation we've ever been on and we've been on some really shit ones and larry's like no it's going to be great and it ended up being literally the worst vacation they've ever went on and so like i like it it was also a vacation story but a bad vacation story and that i think is just as funny so it it worked for me i I, i'm perfect strangers number one okay it's a great one for sure okay now we have to get to what we're doing next yeah man what are we doing next I don't know if I have an idea. I have I have two ideas. Yep. Okay. Um, one, we could kind of stay on topic. Um, I thought camping episodes would be good. Ooh, okay. Partially Very because good. I know there's a good Perfect Strangers one, but there's just no way that they don't all go oh, camping God, yeah. at right, some point. Right, right, right. right. Um, and my right. other one is episodes where a character gets stuck. <laughs> Strange. Like, I feel like there's definitely an episode where Stephanie gets her head stuck between the railings. <laughs> mm. yeah, right. I know there's a Perfect Strangers episode where they get stuck on a billboard. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, this the Full House episode might have qualified because they get stuck on an island. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. 
but I just like when characters, usually two characters, get stuck somewhere and they think they're going to die and then they get into a fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I like both of those. I like both of those. Yeah. So okay. I'm afraid the camping might be a little too close to what we just did, but also it's summer vacation. Like, let's, yeah. let's roll with it. I um, think we could do that. And then we could do Stranded. Yep. Yeah. I've Maybe. I've floated a while and like obviously like I think I think we will eventually get to this but wedding episodes because once again it's it's the summer mm, it's a good big thing one. and a you're, great I one. guarantee I mean we can hit probably all very easily we can hit any of the major are ones. they all two parters that's what I was yeah, just about right, to say right. so I'm on the, board yep. but I'm also terrified that they're all two parters I know the full house one this is I, I hate saying this is a two parter uh, and I'm fairly certain. Um, there's Boy Meets World wedding, right? Doesn't yeah, I'm fairly Topanga. certain the Perfect Strangers one is also a two-parter. Yeah, they get sent to jail. Do you want to go right back to a? We can't a go mega right back block? to two-parters, Mark. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, I hear. I'm saying like we'll, we'll keep that in mind, maybe for August because that's, that's a fantastic one, and I am down for that as 100. But since we're uh we're adapting we're going down oh we going... yeah we didn't actually announce this though so no, this is gonna... relevant yeah yeah, right? yeah, and, yeah. I, and if you don't mind i'd like to explain my reasoning behind it yeah go for it um so ryan tricked us into watching eight fucking episodes <laughs> for, this, <laughs> for this one it was only supposed to be seven yeah <laughs> and it was just so much yeah but here's here is the thing the way i view this is that we're stepping back in time and we're watching tgif theoretically the way it was meant to be tgif was a two-hour block four episodes i think it would benefit us time-wise and in in all honesty i'm not just saying this to get out of watching an episode <laughs> i think it is more in spirit with what i envision for what we're doing mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i think going to a four episode uh blocks instead of five might be good for us and in a weird way it actually saves some episodes for 10 years down sure. the line when we're still doing this and years um, which i mean i'm down for because i love doing this with you guys oh, me too um and i love watching these episodes and i loved hanging with you um but and i think mr cooper I, I just like the idea of a four block episode just being in the spirit of what we're doing i love it yeah we're i'm gonna on make board. that we'll make that change with what topic honestly i like the camping one all, all right. right let's do it yeah. Camping, which has uh, a two-parter. Yeah, news bears. <laughs> two so the four series thing will continue maybe in the wet no, not the wedding one. All right. It's well, never so happening. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Yeah. Uh, all right, camping. Next time is camping. Yeah, I like we camping. know we're getting a two-parter on uh perfect strangers. It's right? a good one though. Yeah, it's an excellent one. I've seen it. Yeah. The one with a kayak or something, right? Yeah, they go river rafting. Yeah. I, I like it because um, as we'll see soon, uh, Balky's highly competent, and Larry talks Balky into letting him lead because he wants to impress the girls. Of yes. course, which is oh, you know, those are the greatest ones. Awesome, awesome fucking mountain climbing episode of Perfect Strangers. <laughs> I know that has nothing to do with anything, but yeah. like, boy, is it good! I can't. We have to find a way to watch that. I don't know how <laughs> because it's not topical at all. Well, we also have uh... they get stuck on a mountain. Greg's second there you go. set of top four. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. You always yeah, do yeah, that, yeah. right? Right. Greg's yeah. second set of top four. Uh, the next, the next batch. Yeah. Yeah. The next perfect. And we have my my top four you wish episodes. We have to do. Oh so, God! And then we'll have the whole four. series yeah, cleaned right. up. <laughs> Done. Never have to watch it again. Yeah. Stop pitching that. 
<laughs> I'm benching that. I'm going to trick you one time. I'm going to get you hammered. and be like, gotcha, bitch. Oh, no. You, the listeners you, demand it. You, you wished me. <laughs> you got me. You got me. You swindled me. All right. It's time for plugs. Let's do some plugs and get out of here. I got nothing. I got nothing to plug. Okay. Follow uh, us at the other podcast that we do if you're into wrestling, the at WCWTF podcast on Twitter. Uh, we also have a link to Idiots with Mike's there, which has all of our former, all of our past episodes of WCWTF, where we make fun of WCW, yeah. the wrestling promotion, uh, and go through their pay-per-views. Uh, we're almost wrapping it up. We have to schedule a time for one last episode. Um, but the Twitter account is going on and going strong. Yeah. And, Jericho and, gave us the rub this week. That was right. Nice. Ooh, right. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of, like I said, a lot of wrestlers will reach out to us and comment on our, on our weird posts. I was really hoping to get certain other guys this week, but, uh, so I'm going to get Kevin Nash on his backpack. I thought that was really fun. Oh, I thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but I got some good ones lined up and, uh, until the podcast ends, I'll keep doing them. So give us a follow. Which could be indefinitely. You're doing them from your fucking coffin. In (laughs) 10 years. Yeah. Uh, Which is going to happen first? We finish the podcast or Ev graduates high school? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The race. Ev's got four years. (laughs) A race. All right. You can find me on my other show, Nation of Conversation, which is coming up on episode 400. Nice. Your dedication to that is unparalleled. 400 is coming up and it will be very crazy. But 399 is going to be fun if you're, uh, if you didn't get to 400. We're doing Hulk Hogan, Three Ninjas movie. Three Ninjas something mountain with Hulk Hogan. Death mountain. Yeah. Which uh, led to Hollywood Hulk Hogan. So, yeah, right. Is that, is that true? There is an early NWO like promo. Like, I think it's like maybe like, about three fourth episode in where he's on set of three ninjas right. and he's talking about like it's this giant like blockbuster it's real right. fun that's why he's hollywood hulk hogan because yeah. he's in movies because he made three ninjas three yeah. yeah which is hard to say that's why it's something mountain yeah with hulk yeah. hogan but uh that's episode 399 episode 400 will be kooky and crazy as well i'm sure yeah. so you can go check that out if you want side note I am here for all this Vince McMahon drama. Oh, it's oh my God. Oh, I love Absolutely it. I great. love, love that he's like, all right, I'm stepping down. And then immediately is like, look, everyone, it's me on television. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I'm never on TV, but now I'm on everything. Still a charge Have you all heard of John Cena? <laughs> <laughs> he's my friend. You know, burr, 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 burr. Yeah, remember that? You want to love that? And how much you love me. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. Uh, when you're a wrestling fan, you don't really you don't really talk wrestling out in the world with most people, mm-hmm. you know, but people coming up to me all the yeah. time, like you watch wrestling. What the hell's going on with this Vince McMahon stuff? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I love it. It's hard to explain. I love it's it. Great. Mostly it's probably happened for the last 35 years. Oh, 100%. The first oh, it's time despicable. it's been discovered. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm uh, like, I'm saying, Oh, right. I'm not condoning no, 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 no. it, but I just I love wrestling uh, because of all the weird stuff that goes yeah, on. Very weird. That- it's very weird. It's also weird to see like the light of the national media on wrestling. Yeah. Oh, and, this like, guy's a bad guy. Full panic yeah. mode. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No yeah, shit. Yeah, we, we know. Yeah, he's Vince. He's just fucking gross. Uh, he's always been that way. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Those are the plugs. Next time we're doing camping. Yay. Uh, I am actually going on vacation. So that oh. episode might be slightly delayed. I don't know. Uh, 
Going camping? Figure that out. Going camping with uh, Larry and Bell. Oh, oh nice. Boy. While you're yeah. rafting. I got bad be great. Bear coming, baby. <laughs> be great. <laughs> All right. That's it. We're done. All right. Peace out. Goodbye.